Yeah, he's so much better than all of the other Power Rangers. Yeah, like, as I got, you got a Zord powered by one dude. As I get older, though, I'm just Y'all like, is mad inefficient. I can't, I can't support the White Ranger. Why not? Because it's just like white power, and it's just like uh, that's not what it is at all. Bro. Yeah, but it's You're a just white, it that. white dude with a long ponytail, dressed in all <laughs> white, and he has like a machete. It was cool though. Yeah, but like it's just. A Green Ranger. Green Ranger is the best Ranger. That's I'm just gonna stick to that. Yeah, he yeah. was a couple Red Rangers and a Black Ranger, and I'm just like ah, I feel uncomfortable with this one too. The Green Ranger was doing his thing with that flute. Yeah, he was going in. No lips. None. Yup. He put he put the metal to the metal <laughs> and just like made tunes. <laughs> that jump. Made no fucking sense. Oh, it was just like a straight one-legged vertical he into a into a machine. Bunnies. <laughs> like, he got like and he didn't even bend his knee. He just went up. <laughs> Yo, he jumped with no movement of his body at all. Up. If I was a Power Ranger, I'd be like, "Yo, fuck the saving the world. I'm going to the league. <laughs> like I don't care. Like you know what I could do. So. Yo, what? I'm about to get this contract. Move over, LeBron." I would win every slam dunk contest. <laughs> Jumping from the, <laughs> the free throw line. No movement. Look at this. <laughs> Boom. Shaq ain't got nothing on me. I'm jumping from here. <laughs> landing in the you got a camera crew filming you all the way to the arena. <laughs> just a drone following you. Nah, I like that shit. Uh, nah, I was actually thinking the other day. Um, do you think your girlfriend would let you be the sidekick of a female superhero? <laughs> well, first off, my girlfriend don't let me nothing. <laughs> I run shit in my household. Oh, um, <laughs> that took a turn. Uh, probably not, though. Pro- yeah, right? She, like, she would definitely put her foot down on that one. Yeah, like, say Wonder Woman, you out you out in the field, real deal, holy field. Wait, I'm, I'm with Wonder Woman? She's absolutely saying no. You know what I mean? <laughs> like... Like, imagine me walking in the room like, hey, baby, uh, so I'm going to go be a sidekick. And she was like, all right, this is already a no. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's already a no. She already doesn't believe in you. But she's already just like, all right, all right I'll let you convince me. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Who, what who, are you doing? Who are you teaming up with? Uh, I'm going to be out there with Wonder Woman. So you want to get sweaty in the field <laughs> with this white girl. <laughs> it's a wrap for that. It's like, not, not only is it a wrap for that, I might have to start a pro- apartment hunting. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, I might be pushing the boundaries with that a little bit. I thought she was gonna say some shit like maybe Martian Manhunter, Superman. I'm trying. Like to she let me art. run around in my underwear with some dude, but a white woman? <laughs> nah. <laughs> it's like yeah, baby. You know the Amazons. They being a little bit more progressive. They say you know like once every three hundred years, they can only let one man. Into their ill. No, no, not a man. I'd be considered a soft boy in their eyes. A soft boy. One soft boy. <laughs> One soft boy. <laughs> <can> join them. <laughs> One male meat sack. It's That's just it. One. Bring me the frail doughy <laughs> one. <laughs> like, all right, I'll take it. Death by snoo snoo and all that. For them is scared, I will bust these nuts. <laughs> huh? They just use you as like a stress ball. They're just squeezing you. I'm not a sidekick. I'm side dick. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess that's an intro because Lord God. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's It's a pod called Blurred.
a pod call. Blur, yo, it's a pod call. Blur. Never fear women and children, the band boys are in the building. Welcome to another episode of A Pod Called Blur, the podcast where we cover a wide range of comic, sci-fi, culture-related news across different mediums. I am your host, the homebody homeboy, Chris Jordan, a.k.a. Rod Bridges. I'll show her different strokes. Wow. All right. This, this podcast is off to a good start. I am your favorite host, Marcel, a.k.a. Drumfu, a.k.a. Dr. Negro. Negro! <laughs> 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 That's that okay. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Um, as always, guys, if you you know support the pod, you support us, if you just support nerdy things, you can head over to Etsy.com, search the BAMF shop, B-A-M-F shop, and there you'll find a bunch of comic-inspired hoodies that I have designed myself. Uh all fire. All fire. Every last one. Uh by March 5th, the Banff Row Records uh trucker hat will be available uh, as well. Black, navy, blue, red. I don't really like the pink that my vendor got, so I might not do the pink. It looked a little Pepto Bismolish, but if that's how you ball, baby, ball with Pepto. That's all. Ball with Pepto. Don't, don't they should hire me for marketing. Pepto Bismol should hire you. No, yo, word, yo, yo nah, because you don't even want to. <laughs> you don't even want to be sitting outside like, yo, what do you do for a living? Oh, I, I'm the head of marketing. Oh yeah, we're for Pepto Bismol. Like, oh, all right. Now, listen, I could... You, I, you definitely become the, the marketing is my passion meme. Yeah. <laughs> like, All I'm oh. saying is I could be, you know, I could create, you know, the next iteration, the next wave of lean for niggas with IBS. You got really? IBS, you shouldn't be drinking lean. Well, you shouldn't be drinking lean at all. I it's mean, bad, yeah. but I'm just saying, you know, if, you know, you got the wild bubble guts originally and you want to live that thug life, put some Pepto in, Pepto and Sprite, Pepto and Dr. Pepper. Right, you're going to be leaning Pe- on that toilet. Yeah. Pepto and ginger ale. Pepto and... I don't even know what Pepto-Bismol tastes like. I've never had it. It's like I always assume it just tastes like wild, nasty medicine bubble gum. No, nah, it's, it's, it tastes like bubble gum, but f- the ones from those like little quarter machines that you used to have in the grocery store. Okay. And like you know how the, that, the dye That's on disgusting. the gumball had like a weird, like bitter fucking taste? It, it tasted like powder. That's what Pepto Bismol tastes like. Yeah, yeah, right. that, that's it. Yeah, yeah, so I wasn't very far off. That's mm-hmm. gross. I don't yeah. want nothing to do with that. Yeah. As always, you guys can also please follow us on TikTok at a pod called Blurred. You follow us on Instagram at pod called Blurred. I didn't put the A. Maybe I should put the A, but you know it's already set in motion. Probably so. should have. Yeah, but like yeah. whatever. Links are there. Like I feel like once you put in pod called Blurred, it's it'll pop up with up. or without the A. Like yeah. if there's anybody else that's trying to like fake it to be us, let us let know, me know so we could beat them up. Beat them up with the quickness. Mm-hmm. Also, I would like to let people know that shout out to everybody that's been liking the TikToks, sharing the TikToks, duetting the TikToks. Word. It is greatly appreciated. For commenting real. and all that stuff. I feel like he's about to say something that's the total opposite of that, though. Yeah. I would like to let people know if you guys want to get in any kind of discourse under the comments over fictional characters in Spendex, by all means, the moment you direct it at me, I'm probably not going to respond to you. Don't think we're going to get in a healthy back and forth. I don't want to talk to none of you motherfuckers. Respectfully. I respectfully do not want to talk to any of you over any kind of discourse at all. Like, I'm trying to work on me. Um, I'm not trying to do the back and forth shit. I am a pacifist. And I am quick to pacifist to your fucking jaw if you play with me. Just, I just want to throw that out there. That's it. Y'all have fun. Talk back and forth. Oh, you know, fucking Batman. You, the, the fucking the, the, the superheroes don't come to Batman's Gotham because they said it's cursed and 
the, the more villains that come there, it gets more powerful. And mini, 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 mini. So that's why Superman and all these other people don't care. I don't care. All Who right. cares? Like, this he, is a podcast for fun. We have fun here. I'm not here to make sense. He's I'm not here a to make dollars. Person. I am. I'll engage with you, possibly, maybe, depending on what you're saying. But, like, I'll, I'll actually, <laughs> like, have a back and forth with someone. This nigga pa- passes fist, too. Yeah. The whole pod fights. But I'm not going to argue with you about so, superheroes. <laughs> yeah. We could chit-chat, though. It's cool. Yeah, we could chit-chat, and you know I can click-clack. What's up? I'm down to talk about anime and all, I will. That, all that good shit. Listen, I keep telling people. You I just was, say something stupid, I'm yeah. just going to go about my day. I was raised oh. off of Batman 50 Cent. My petty's different. Leave me alone. Yeah. Just leave me alone, y'all. Have fun. Leave me alone. That's it. Tag another content creator so they can say, the day of fucking, like, one of them comic niggas, on like and I love them like I I hate them. Those but are I the love people I for sure have more of a a discourse with like yeah. the other creators because sometimes like you be in the comment section of whatever right anywhere any comment section and they're talking about anything that someone could be passionate about and they're just in there wrong and strong but they don't like they don't have the ability to actually have a a conversation about the shit. Whereas like you see the creators like yo you post about this shit all day yeah you're talking. We can actually communicate, so we can have a discussion about why I think your point is wrong and why you think mine is wrong, and like it'll be an interesting debate. Whereas this guy is just like yelling out belligerent shit that don't make any sense for real. Yeah. I'm not trying to deal with that. I don't know. It's annoying. I'm I'm all for it. Like I'm not saying fuck the t- to come at TikToker dudes or anything like that. By all means, if that's your bag on TikTok, that's how you decide to create and engage with people. I 100% support it. For me, I just can't see myself doing that because it seems, I it, in my head, it always seemed like preachy. Like, and it, I don't, I, I can't really explain it. It seems preachy. Well, at least the ones that I've seen, the ones that I have, the creators that I have in mind, there are a lot of them that will talk down to people or that will do it other people's shit and be like, yo, see this person, they don't know nothing. This is actually da 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 da. Yo, my man, who? Why are you? Oh, why nah, are you nah, doing nah. this? Who See, cares? I'm not. I'm not doing it because we're we're talking about opinions. Yeah. So I'm not really. I don't really talk down to people about their opinions. I might say like, oh, I don't think that makes much sense. But like, run with whatever you want to run with. Because ultimately, I don't give a I don't fuck. Care. It don't matter. I don't. We care. talking about fictional characters and tidy whities, bro. Yeah, and you talking with a lot of gusto in your in your cheeks, son. And I'm a slap. <laughs> a lot of gusto a in your cheek. A lot of gusto in your Specifically jaw. just that left cheek. Yeah. And I don't like it. Got a lot of gusto in your gut. You chipmunk in that cheek, brother, <laughs> yeah, with the yeah. gusto. Son, just relax. Tranquilo, papi. Tranquilo. Got to tell him, just because I broke one finger don't mean the rest of them don't work. Yeah, These hands still go. Yeah. I mean, does it hurt like when you hit it? Everything hurts. Oh. Legitimately Like everything. on the inside? No. Oh. Just this hand. Oh, okay. The second I move it, it hurts. Oh. You do, a lot of, you do a lot of hand motions. Yes. Like, I'm constantly in pain. They're all painful. <laughs> oh. Damn, Marcel. But the only thing broke about me is one finger. You did? Bank <laughs> account beautiful. <laughs> you see what happens when James is not here? Oh, yeah, guys. James is not here. He's off somewhere being. He's here in spirit. The spirit of horny. He's off somewhere being beige and bougie. <laughs> <laughs> he for sure got his pinky up right now. <laughs> uh, Fancy uh, dresses all around. But anyway. Let's get into the docket. What happened this week? Pod cough nerd. Uh, fifth episode of Bel Air dropped. Did you watch it? Yes. 
thank God, because I was really banking <laughs> on you watching it. Because I did it, too. It would have been so funny if like you were like, "Yeah, we're gonna talk about Bel Air," and I was like, "Okay, uh, did you watch it? No. Oh, <laughs> so why didn't you tell me in pre-production?" <laughs> yeah, I watched it. Okay. Listen, Coco Jones is in every episode. I'm watching. That is, I am watching. Yeah. Have you followed her when she was on uh, Instagram? No, nah, I, di- I didn't know who she was prior to her being cast as Hillary. She used to do this, or maybe she still does. Uh, is that her real name, or is it a stage name? Do you know? I never looked into it. Yeah, but hey, I'm just like it's such a good name. Coco. Like I, I, I can't. You think a parent's name were Coco? Like Could have. And her last name is just conveniently Jones. Possibly. I, I doubt it. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. But if it is, it's very fitting. I know a Mercedes, so maybe. I mean, I know a lot of Mercedes. Yeah, but uh, that's because you're a dirtbag. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> All right. But no, she used to do like this Instagram cooking show uh, with another gentleman or was like. Oh, so she's actually like living the gimmick. Uh, she can sing. Yeah, she's yeah, a that very I saw. great singer. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm here for Coco. And what I love about. Because I'm going back and I'm watching the OG alongside of this to pick up on like little things, and just because it's just an enjoyable fucking sitcom. Yeah, for sure. So amazing backgrounds. The, I actually this past week after watching this episode, I saw the one where Hillary dropped out of college, mm-hmm. but she lied about it. And in the '90s, they always painted Hillary to be like a ditz, uh, full of herself, um, kind of. She was like a, so- a '90s socialite. Yeah. So when they were casting and they said, you know, we're going to do Hillary Banks, I'm like, oh, she's a thousand percent just going to be an influencer that's all about the likes and, you know, faking the life. Like everyday influencers that we mm. know that it's like, why why do people pay you? You know? Yeah. Uh, but and I do like. Her character is that, but not. not she's not exactly. full of herself. Yeah. Like she, she like, like we said in the last episode, she has substance to her. So. Seeing her around, like, all the other influencers that are right. going to be in the influencer house, you could, like, clearly see there's going to be um, a moment where she's just like, yo, I can't really bang with y'all because y'all are all just doing, like, phony shit. And that's just not who I am. That's, oh, that's, that's, so with that dinner party scene, like, all the whole influencer house that she just got into came. Yeah. I figured that she just would have been aware of, because she's young. She's that generation. So mm. she would be aware. Like, if someone tells me, oh, yeah, I'm going to move into an influencer house, I'm like, that shit is going to be chaotic. Yeah. No matter what. Annoying. Hey, so. Once they, everybody was fine until those two brothers that did the pranks. That shit would get on my nerves. Everything was cool. But, like, you could even see in, in certain moments, like, all right, like, you're doing some fake phony shit, but you're doing it for the gram. But that's business. Yeah. But then when they did the prank in the middle of this fucking dinner, and homie was butt ass naked. Yeah, like, he was butt a like, booty ball naked. Yeah, in in somebody else's house. Yeah, that's how you get jumped. Brown yeeks yeah. all in my dining room. Yeah, I th- and I'm running for DA. Yeah, I, so I feel like Philip was way more chill about that than he should have been. I love Uncle Phil. He is such a supportive dad, and I just keep waiting for that switch to happen to see old '90s Uncle Phil. Because again, Uncle that Phil should have been the moment. Yeah, because like that's not his family. Yeah, there's a stranger in his home. Yeah, the rest of his family's like, all right, cool. I could let you do you, be who you are, and everything's gonna be fine. And I'm gonna love you through whatever. I'm gonna just you know guide you to just not be a piece of shit. But that. You ain't one of my kids. You ain't you ain't yeah. no kin of mine. And you booty butt. Jeffrey! Jeffrey! Bruh. Jeffrey! 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 Je
Jeffrey, where are you? That motherfucker should have got jazzed. He was butt ass naked, yeah. so maybe not. <laughs> he also looked like he was lubed up. <laughs> so was like, like, did you come? You would have to give him a bear hug and just like squeeze, <laughs> squeeze him and shoot him out. out. <laughs> like, did you come pre-lubed? Or did you lube? Oh, he up? came pre-lubed. Yeah, like, I'm sure. You got naked, then you lube yourself. How come no one saw him getting naked? Not like no I'm one. I'm sure he went into a different room and got butt ass and then came running in twerking with the bear. Well, yo, what'd you think about Will's fit? Here's the thing about... He was definitely rocking some fashion over men shit. Yeah. So I just have to attribute that to that generation's fashion sense. Because, again... So I, I'm not bugging. You're I thought not. it was kind of trash. It's... it's but like it's not it's not bad. I'm I'm just really not a fan of like matching sets. It looks generic. Yeah. Like it looks like fast fashion. You're right. It does that, but they do get the fits off. Right now the OG is still top tier. Yeah. I thought they would bring more of that in. I'm not mad at how they're dressing I mean, right now. He wouldn't he wouldn't dress like that, you know? Or would this he? Is, because they're bringing day. it back. Hey, look, I I learned a new word, right? So the young kids, they call it chugi. Right? What? Which just sounds like a little chubby Latin baby. Like, oh, chuggy. Uh, but it's like stuff that used to be corny or like used to be like, I don't know, like old shit. And they're bringing it and it's like, yo, shit that used to be corny, we're making it cool now. That's, that's just how trends work. Yeah. The younger generation's dumb. I they're hate just trying to that. give it a name to make They it are. Sound, they want to like, give a name nah, to everything, which is fine. Y'all do your shit. I want no beef with y'all. But I figured that being that Will's fits, because he would have, like, you know, the crazy, like, button-up with the, the, the insane Paisley designs oh, and yeah. shit like that. And there was silk shirts tucked in. He used to have but it was all it was all very 90s. And what's coming back now in style? Shit, 90s and 2000s. Yeah. So it's like, especially in L.A., why would you not? Unless that's how they dress out there. Well, he's not so an L.A. guy, you know. He's not so yet. He's still from Philly. But, but you, if you ask his mans, he's abandoned Philly yeah. completely. He has no idea why anyone would not want to come back to the place where some nigga was just trying to kill him. Like, why Why are you turning your back on where you came from? Because where I came from they, tried to kill me. Listen, they tried to kill me. Couldn't get to me, so they got to you. Why would I go back to that now? So like, you just got shot. Yeah. You don't understand why I wouldn't want to be there? I, I understand. On, it, it's because he feels alone now. Like, he just yeah, went through a traumatic but experience. Say that then. He's a little nigga from the hood. He don't know how to express his emotions. Nah, man. Little niggas got to learn how to express their emotions. Because you're not even saying what you're feeling. Yeah. You're arguing about some whole other shit. You're not getting to the point. Get to the point. All right? It's, I would. Pro tip. If you, if you have hurt feelings and you're talking to your homie, just say what you fucking feel. Get that shit out there, nigga. Stop acting like a hoe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Big facts. I did want to um, go back a little bit to speak about the episode, like the differences in the show, right? I'm super nerdy on this show, by the way. I'm right. watch, I'm listening to the official podcast. I saw that they had an official podcast. I didn't know about that throughout all the other episodes. I, I think... Beginning of five, they told me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it, it wasn't just me. Yeah. It started with I thought it was some that. shit where like it, they show it after credits and I just don't make it that far. Oh, no. In, in episode five, they showed it. Yeah, and I saw it was Jazzy top. Jeff and, and someone else. And, and I was just like, oh, I count right. in. So the first one, they have the creator. He, he did the fan film and shit like that. So he talks about just being a creative and all of these different things. Very well spoken. Is he directing this? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. 
I think he w- I, he was definitely had – he's working with Westbrook Productions. He had a hand. He casted, you know, everybody. Okay. One of the things that he mentioned was it was very important for him to represent West Philadelphia correctly. Right. And he said that, you know, he wanted to shoot in West Philly. He wanted to have actual West Philadelphians mm-hmm. from that. Uh, even Rashad – is a battle rapper. Uh, I think his name is real. His battle rap name is Easy or some shit like that. Okay, but he's there. Uh, Rashad, the other dude with the dreads, he's in it. Jabari Banks, West Philly. Yeah. Uh, and he said that when they went to go shoot over there, they hit up Gilly, and they, they said, he said, yeah, you know, we had to tap in with Gilly, and you know, he gave us, he let us, you know, head over there. We was good. Made sure his people. He put his people. They did it correctly. Yeah. Like. And the thing that I hate about the internet and people criticizing and blah, 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 is that there is a good chunk of people that always do the rah-rah thing is that representation and, you know, putting people on and all of this other, like, hoopla Mm -hmm. shit. This is a show that actually did it, and people are still mad at it. And I I think that it's really important to do shit like that, especially when you're trying to capture the the essence of a, a certain area. Like, The Wire wouldn't have felt right if people from Baltimore weren't in it. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah. if you didn't have Snoop in there, it, it would have been missing something. Same way, like, this felt, like, when they were in West Philly, it felt authentic because you had people from there. You were actually filming there. Like, when we made MBE, Jermaine made it a point to be like, yo, people from these projects are going to be in this shit. One, it's easier to to get the the blessing when those motherfuckers are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like it makes tapping in a yeah. lot easier, easier. But also you want to like, yo come downstairs. I'm doing you, the thing. You want to have the the actual people from that place in there so that it feels real, right? And so many so many shows are just like yo here's a bunch of random black people. They're all from New York, and this show's based in <laughs> Ghana. So like <laughs> what? <laughs> like this shit don't feel right at all. Yeah, it's like, What's going on with this man's <laughs> accent? <laughs> is he Albanian? Like, what is this? Dude's just doing Matumbo the whole time. Yeah. I was like, what? All right, man. The show's done. Oh, no. It's a wrap. But um, so even seeing West Philly and how it is and how close Will and Trey were, I watched the episode with Trey. Don Cheadle was Trey, and he came. And he had a very different relationship. What was Don Cheadle's hairline like in that episode? What I can't what? remember. His hairline. Was oh, he was wearing like a hat. A he was wearing a hat the whole okay, time. Okay, yeah. makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. Trey, he was definitely wearing a hat. I don't even think he showed it. I think he had at that point he had like the little twists. Okay, I think, but I don't think I saw much forehead. I gotta go back now. I don't know why you why you fuck me up like that. Why I don't know. I was just in? asking. Why are you coming shout, for that man's forehead? Shout out to Don Cheadle. Yeah, bro. like what? I, what I did really he do love that? Don Cheadle. Yeah, top five black. He kind of funny looking. That's all. Top five black. I'm not gonna say no, but I like. Top are five. we talking like all black people, or are we just talking about black actors? Uh, I was just hoping that it's like how how <laughs> how far are we opening this up? Because I feel like Don Cheeto was in top five if we're talking about just like across the entire spectrum of black people, famous black people. How we define a famous? Mm. That's what I'm saying. Who that am I to say what fame is? Yeah. Mm. Open your third forehead, brother. Wow. I mean, what? Why you say that about Don? I All didn't right. say that about Don. Nah, you wildin', bro. Anyway. That's like when Kevin Hart said, damn. damn. <laughs> <laughs> He's, 
Why you say that like that? No, I, I was like, damn, wow. That's a no. Nah, that's not how you said it. <laughs> that's what OD did when I I raised my hand over my head. I was on Facetime. He he saw my hand. He was like, damn. damn. I was like, why? Why, why you, you do why that? You do that? Why you do that? It's fresh. I'm sensitive. I, was like, I know my hand's fucked up, man. Damn, I need you to tell me that. But uh, in 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 the OG, Trey kind of was like Will's older. He was his best friend from Philly, but he looked out for him. Like the way I look at my cousin is the way Will looked at Trey. Right. Where it's just like, yo, in West Philly, they used to like jump you if you were if you read, if you were in the books. Like, you know, they like they didn't appreciate you trying to make something of yourself. Okay. Like so he got jumped and he said, uh, back then I used to carry my books in a pizza box. He was like, yeah, it was all cool to them dudes trying to jump me for my pizza. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he said Trey was there to help fight. Damn, he had to get jumped twice. Yeah, ju- because you got jumped for your pizza, and now you're getting jumped because you didn't <laughs> have pizza. the pizza. And they're just beating you on with the books, right? So I've had moments like that, like being the little fat kid with the well, backpack. You got beat with books? Someone definitely swung a backpack at me, and it was full with books, so I guess yes. Oh, yeah. uh, one that happened to me, too. I knocked him out. I told you the story. Yeah. Nah, but like being the little fat kid that had the 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 backpack that had the wheels on it. Yo, why did our parents do that? Guaranteed jumping. Yep, this this is the thing about parents. Like, how long did it take for someone to kick that shit while you were pulling it? They day fucking one. Day one. Day fucking. And when it happened, won. I was like, yo, you were just mad because you came down here because I got suspended for fighting. And now you bought something where I gotta fight somebody. Yeah. You can't be mad. You did this to me. Yeah. I remember one time I got in a fight and the kid picked it up and he threw it at me, but you got like fourth grade strength. Nah, but so it didn't it was heavy. It didn't make it to me, <laughs> is what I'm saying. It was just easily dodgeable. And I was just like, this is where you fucked up. I just learned how to roundhouse kick <laughs> this past Tuesday. I had the leg sweep yeah. down. Like, when I got that fat foot to that motherfucker's rib cage, wah, pow, pow! And that was back when people were saying, like, yo, you can't kick in fights. Don't nobody kick in fights. I was like, yes, I can. Well, survive. Trust me. Now I and I'm going to throw you in that fence head first. Yeah. And now I got a taste for violence. And now I'm addicted to it. And now I'm going to hunt you down. Oh, I mean. Nah, fighting as a kid was fun. Fighting as a kid. It builds character. Because all you had to do was be more violent than the other person, and you were going to win. There was no, like, real technique necessary So now let me children. Let me ask you this, right? I was talking to this with Marcy about uh, words. I was talking about this with Marcy the other day, like what kind of parents we would be. Yeah. And, you know, like we're in the generation now where it's like, hey, we want to break generational curses and all of these things. I shouldn't have said it like that. Yeah, you want to break generational curses. I just... I'm just, like, so conditioned where it's like, hey, we – it's almost like our parents where it's like, hey, we know we want to do better. We know we want to treat our kids better. But kids can get annoying. So I, like, fully want to be, like, be understanding and just like, hey, man, you don't do this because this and this. But I also, like, look at it where it's like, who am I to preach you? You don't do this. When I was doing mad, like, illegal and, like, foul shit. As a that's, kid, that's why you do that though. It's because you did all that foul shit, and it's just like, yo, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing right. That. But then I like, know because I did that foul shit. And let me tell you, that that's it's not really worth it. I kind of want to have that open communication with my kid, mm. where it's like, hey, listen, I know what you're going through because I went through the same shit. There's certain things like we're growing up, when growing up, like that just don't change. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna be curious as a kid. You're gonna try to get away with shit. You're gonna lie. You're gonna run out you're gonna do all of these things you're gonna feel like 
oh, I don't let you do anything. You're going to feel stifled by my parenting. And all of these things that just no matter what kind of kid or where you grow up, those are just natural things about like growing, uh, growing that you're going to feel. So it's just like when those moments happen, am I going to sit down and explain to my kid and go over like the things that I've been through? Because in my head, I'm just like, what if that encourages him to be like, it's how you paint it. So the thing for me is, right, when I was when I was growing up, I, I feel like my parents didn't feel comfortable enough doing that until I was, like, in, in my teens. Right. But, like, late, late teens. Like, I'd already done a whole bunch of foul right. shit by the time they were telling me, like, the foul shit that they'd done and, like, some of the things that they'd been through. Right. Which, by the way, is really fucking helpful for understanding who your parents are as human beings. Just understanding, like some of the dark shit in their past that they went through that they just would never tell you about. Hey, so I, now that I know that, they're like, oh, things make sense. Like, I understand why you were so hard on me about this. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm kind of just like, so why the fuck did you beat me for that? When you know goddamn well you was doing, you didn't have to beat nah, me. But see, you that, didn't, nah. like, I understand, like, well, I'm not saying I understand the beating, but I'm yeah. saying I understand, like, why you were so passionate about it, at least. It so I, th I think for me, when it comes to parenting, I all of this is like hypothetical and what I would hope right. to do because right. I'm, I'm not a parent and I have no idea what I will, what I'll be like when I do have children, right. if I have children. But I would hope to be a parent that's stern and like tries to direct my kids in a way where they don't do the things that they shouldn't be doing. Right. But I, I would also want to leave room where they feel comfortable enough to come to me after they've already done it because they were going to do that shit anyway. That's and things may be going left. I'm like, what kind of, quote unquote, bad shit do I let my child get away with or do I support my child in doing? Like fighting and stuff, that's something that I'll fully understand and I'm going to have the honest conversation and I want them to know. It's like, listen, no matter, there's your granddaddy's probably going to tell you you know, lead with morals, turn the other cheek, and all that stuff. You, that's what your granddaddy's going to say. Mm. Your daddy is going to be like, when they turn that other cheek, you step on it. <laughs> you make sure that <laughs> motherfucker's down and out. And if they beat your ass, come back to me. We're going to go to their house, and we're going to beat them up together because I love you. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? See, that's going to be, the, like, the hardest one because, like, I even I struggle with that now. It's like, I told you, like... There's so many times now where I'm just like, yo, I, I should snuff this nigga. Yeah. Like, I should really just, like, wild out and just haul off on this nigga for what he just said to me. But I got shit to lose. So I can't. That's that's my thing. And th that's what I want to... But when you're, when you're seven years old, you don't really got shit to lose. Snuff that nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's... But once you hit, like, 17, like, yo, you could go to prison, bro. Yeah, so I just like got to... But that's what I'm... Shoes. Like, it really, there's a certain point in life where it becomes, like, purely self-defense. Yeah. Like, that's where I'm at now. Like, I either have to lose my cool to the point where, like, I can't even be rational enough to not swing in order to, to fight someone, or you got to be coming at me and threatening my life or, I, or the life of someone around me. That's what it is. I think with me now, see, my problem is I've gotten away with everything. <laughs> So, but so you're doing good so far. Yeah, it can still go left though. It can, but I'm so good. Before I do something, like I know, like no matter what business hallway, if I'm in a new place, 
make sure I know where all the cameras are. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I know, make sure where all the exits are. If we go out to dinner, I'm always sitting facing the door, no matter what. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. And, and sometimes she That's sits down first. Cool. So she always sits down in the spot where it's just like, well, you I'm facing the door. You got to get up. Right. And no matter where I am, I always think, Yo, if this shit go left, what am I going to do? Yeah, you got to know your exits. Like, I... I'm a, I'm a planner in I that way. I always just hate the the if someone comes in and starts shooting scenario because more often than not it's just like I'm fucked. Yeah, yeah. Like there's no way I can get to fast enough. Oh, there's a lot of places where it's just like there's one way in and one way out. Fuck am I doing? Flipping this table over and you, hoping the bullet doesn't hit me. Y- like, you've yeah. never done that it. for fun where you just play out the scenario where it's just like all right, I don't nigg- do it for fun. Niggas is shooting. This is. This I do it because of paranoia. Like this just turned into a Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> like this is just. This is exit wounds. <laughs> There's <laughs> definitely that point where I'm just like, well, if I have no escape plan, I might as well just try to rush the motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> if I'm dead, I'm dead. Yeah. At least I'll go out fighting. Was it fighting or running? How close did you get before he lit you up? I don't know. Yeah. Well, Depends on him and his yeah, hand. Yeah. You know? well, well, hopefully we'll never see. For Spetsnaz, I'm probably not making it too far. Yeah. I'm picking the table up and then I'm dead. Yeah. So I always think that, like, yo, with my kid. If I know they're getting bullied, like I don't know, I, it's definitely situational. Nah, I just want to be getting bullied. You got you got a snuffy bullet. Yeah, you got a snuffy bullet. Yeah. I think I, on principle, I want to say that like get your ass beat if you're gonna get your ass beat, but yeah, don't let anybody bully you. Yeah, I would. You I, just gotta I, send that message. I feel like too that I would if I knew my kid was getting bullied and it was like a fight, like after school, and I knew about it, I would take off from work and just go hide somewhere just to like watch from afar, and then. If like my kid is losing, I pull my ski mask down or just run and just snuff the other kid. It just <laughs> run away, <laughs> just like Spider Man. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. But I, I definitely remember like a story my mom used to tell me about my my uncles and how they used to get into fights with the five percenters a lot. I don't know why. I have no idea what they beefing with the five percenters about at that time. Where's the other ninety five? Just whatever reason, they always got into it with them, and they were they were always fighting. And it was right. just like the five percent of kids from like up the block or some shit like that, right? And my grandfather got tired. <laughs> he was like, "Yo, I'm tired of this shit. I'm gonna sit here, rifled up, <laughs> just sitting here on the steps. Like y'all gonna fight it out one last time, get that shit out your system, and it's over with." And that's what they did. Because like a lot of those fights is just like there's no winner or loser. It's just. You just swing until you get the aggression out, and then you're done. And then you're done. Yeah, that's 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 what I like about uh, Trey and Will's relationship. Mm-hmm. That you knew they grew up in that kind of, they grew up in the same kind of conditions we grew up in. Oh yeah, for it, sure. in a sense. So it's just like, and them not having dads at all, they were there to lean on each other. So I understand the hurt that he's fucking going through. I just want to congratulate myself also on that segue for bringing it back on topic. Oh yeah, it was, <laughs> it was coming back. Yeah, it was coming back yeah. regardless. We're good at this. We yeah yeah yeah. Because I was gonna talk about how like my parenting would probably be similar to the way it seems like Phil is handling things with Carlton, because he he's got that scenario with Carlton where he's like, well, you told me to live my life this way and like follow the rules and you know the laws are laws and like truth, justice, and honor and all of that shit. But here you are bending the rules and it's just like, well, now you got to explain to him that like. Nothing in life is black and white. I'm I, but that that part confused me. Because in that instance, I came in last week and I was shooting Carlton Mad Bell, right. where it's just like, yo, he probably feels a certain way because A, B, and C can, but and I still I still feel that way. But you can shoot him some bail. You can just shoot him the he's a teenage kid bail. 
Yeah. So like but a in, lot of his shit is gonna be stupid. He's still a ho though. A whole ho in this episode. Like constantly. Like when he found and that he's out. He's being a cool ho. Yeah. <laughs> so like the first few episodes, like, yo, you a bitch, bro. I don't fuck with you at all. And now it's just like you still a hoe, but you're more fuckwittable. Like I understand who you are a little bit more. You still got a lot of work to do. Bro. But you could see that at the end of last uh last episode, they kind of came to agreement. You stay out my way, I stay out your way. Mm-hmm. When Trey came and he said, What up? Will even shot Carlton some bail. He was like, Yo, man, Carlton cool. Yeah. He's just doing his own thing. Well, I feel like at the, the end of episode four, it was less you stay out of my way and I'll stay out of your way. But it was like there was some sort of bond there. So it was they like, were like, Yo, we're, we're gonna be over here. But we cool. I kinda you we're all right cool. though. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Not exactly what happened. I'm watching again this this season, and yeah. from episode to episode, it's Carlton. After the episode when they got pulled over in Palm Springs, which I think was like season one, like six. That shit happened quick. Yeah, when Carlton is just completely oblivious to you know the black experience. Mm-hmm. There's that, and then there's the other episode where Will tells Ashley and them a story of his first day at Bel Air Academy, and Carlton snitched on him. Because Will came and Carlton felt threatened that he was taking his juice. So it's clearly that they are pulling from that. Thinking about OG Carlton having juice is funny. Right. But he did in that that space. And then um, they kind of looked at him as like, you know, like the nerdy little brother and shit like that. And this time around, they're kind of butting heads. But I thought it was plateauing out. I thought it was like, all right, we got all our beefs out the way, more or less. And now we're going to see them find more and more in common, and then just build that brotherly relationship. And then I, this happened. They're still going to butt heads, though. But over this is dumb. Find, yeah. Carlton finding out exactly why Will is here and him flipping off like that is complete bullshit because I'm understand, I understand and I'm sympathetic towards Carlton, what he calls his anxiety disorder. Yeah. We still haven't fully gotten into that yet, which mm-hmm. I feel like we will. Probably. Which will add further context to what's going on with him. I don't even think I knew homie had anxiety <laughs> right. before that. But then to Unless that's why he, he takes the pills. Right. But to know that he's flipping out over your dad saving Will's life because he said, yo, somebody was going to kill him. The dude, the drunk kid that you're talking to right now that's also going through a traumatic experience, I just recovered from getting shot, and I don't know how to process it. So... Your dad actually, like, brought Will here so he doesn't turn into whatever's going on with me. That's yeah. how that – I fought I, – I fought. I, I wanted to fight him. I thought that that was going to be his moment of just like, damn, I had Will all wrong and, you know, I should be thinking. He went straight to his dad and wild out. Yeah. And I'm just like, that. that's fucked. Because – That's fucked. I guess – oh, shit. My fault. This nigga got a ringtone. Nah, it's my alarm telling me to take my antibiotics. Oh. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, I, I I guess I try to look through it, look at it through a, a different lens and try and just understand like Carlton is a hoe, <laughs> so he's got <laughs> whole nigga thought though? processes. <laughs> it, it so it's like that. It wouldn't it wouldn't register to him that way. You know what I mean? Like he wouldn't he wouldn't look at it and think like, oh yeah, all right. Like, Will was going through something, and, like, my dad plucked family out of a bad situation. Right. Because that's family. But Carlson just looks at it like, no, you, you bent the rules for him 
And but I thought, and it's not even a. But you wouldn't do it for me. That's where I thought thing. it was going because so like, I was like, maybe Carlton wild out and got locked up, and his dad was like, you have to pay for your repercussions. Maybe something happened. Maybe like maybe like crashed the car or some shit. Maybe he was just like nah, you gotta. He was. I, probably, can't, I can't imagine that though. Yeah, at all. Yeah. Maybe because remember, Lisa broke up with him because he was wilding out with his Xanax. Maybe at one point. Maybe, he, you know, he did have anxiety. He was prescribed these pills. Yeah. Things got a little bit crazy. And there was a point him. in his life where it got a little too wild. And his parents had to reel him in, but also give him some tough love. Maybe he's processing that as, we'll just got to get out of jail free card. because Possibly. I could I could totally see that. Because even in the episode, Carlton's like, yo, are you um comparing this to like my, my issues with anxiety? Right. And, and Phil was like... Phil was just like, nah. I'm not... But I could I could see that just being like you know in real life that's a it's a sensitive subject right. so it's kind of it, it's kind of hard to navigate sometimes yeah because you have to choose your words carefully because it's not like it's not a decision you made you right. know you didn't choose that that's just it's the way yeah. you're wired but it can lead to certain things playing out in a certain way because of it so I could see him being like no nah, it's not the same however that one time you did do such and such you yeah. Like I understand, and that I had to bail you out of that. So that or not in that way, maybe it's similar. You yeah, know like I mean? maybe it's just like, hey, I understand what you're going through. I could see it being a thing where like he did bail him out, right? Right. But there was like a whole like blowback because of it. Yeah. Like Carlton, he was grounded for like a fucking year or some shit. No, not, like the wildest talking to. No more algorithms. Disappointed. <laughs> the algorithms. He took a bus. Yeah. He took oh a my bus. god! Public <laughs> transportation. He had to drive the family. In my Yeezys. He had to drive the the Nissan Odyssey, you know. <laughs> That's worse than taking the bus. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not taking the Odyssey. He had to drive the Prius. <laughs> like no. Like, why do these rich niggas have? I a know Prius? I'm a hoe, but don't give me the whole car. No. Um, I could I could see that being a thing. I it's, do. Li- it's probably not. But uh, to just switch it a little bit before we move on, I I do admire and I do like the father son relationship that he has with Carlton. Yeah, I like the the uncle or father again father son relationship that he has with Will. Yeah, um, it's more of a developing relationship, but I like the way it's playing out. I really and li- I like how different they are. I really like in like a triggering way. I like the relationship between Aunt Viv and Hillary. Oh yeah, yeah. That that's sh- all love though. Yeah, but, but like, it's just like the I want to w- see you be great love. The way you show your love can come across insensitive and uh, and that's what she thinks. So like with like why it like it hit like some strings with me is because my mom never wanted me to go inside graphic design and shit like that. Like you think it, my mom wanted me to be a musician? No, but the thing was <laughs> why it was so confusing is again, I like and I hope I don't do this as a parent where I underestimate how smart and aware my child is at a certain age. Yeah. Um I never want to be shocked like that because I feel like where I grew up, I definitely had I got a quick scope of the world, or at least the world around me, and how certain things work. Yeah. Like, you guys are teaching me a certain set of ideals, but I'm seeing how people behave when those ideals are tested mm. and how they respond yeah. and the repercussions of that. I picked up that, I picked that up at a, you know, a young age as a kid. Mm. You, so definitely, you definitely have to try and like avoid the whole, I know better than you because I'm older than you thing. That's not how knowledge works. As much as it may you be know true, better than me because yeah. you just know more than me like in the, this area. You have to explain that to them without saying those words. Yeah. S- yeah. Oh, God forbid you challenge <laughs> a black parent's knowledge on something. But yeah, you're going through a window. <laughs> yeah. But like I already not even to like 
tested. Like being in a relationship, that's your first test of that because now you're with someone that you love and you have to understand that they grew up completely different than you yes. just because that's how people work. Their entire view of the world is different, different from yours. And now you have to come together and kind of like decide, hey, how are you going to combine our ideals to fucking raise this little fucking. Oh, you be trying to combine yours? Meat baby. Oh. Oh, you just, you say you got a pick? I just be like, yo, this shit don't make no sense. We're going yo, with my. No, I love. <laughs> I don't. That's yeah. a terrible <laughs> thing to do. Don't do that. Your relationship will end very quickly. <laughs> nah, that's one of my favorite things to do. Like, we just take an edible and we just talk about, like, come up with scenarios as a parent. Like, yo, what are you going to do in this situation? What are you going to do in this situation? Or how you want to deal with the kids like this? And you're like, what kids? But. So, like, my, my growing up, I was always into the arts and, you know, just typical Caribbean fashion. They were like, no, you got to be smart. Go to this college, doctor, lawyer, you this thing. Like, good grades. Like, and I had to, like, it got to a point in my life where I was just like, you guys are the irresponsible ones for thinking that I could be a doctor. Like, I know you love me because I'm your child, but there comes a point you need to be real with your child. Yeah. I am not a doctor. You damn sure couldn't be a surgeon. Yeah, you got like, like the attention span of yo, a, what? a ladybug. Yeah, my play <laughs> my playlist though. In the thing, <laughs> you'd be in there like, damn, this nigga squishy on the inside. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Call you on Facetime. Hey, Marcel, look how squishy this nigga's intestines is. Marcel, look at this lump. What you think this is? You think this nigga swallowed a Hot Wheels? What is this? You would definitely be the dude like, yo, what happens if you put a pop figure inside someone's yeah. gallbladder? <laughs> you going to jail, bro. <laughs> I call myself, be like, yo, yo, look who I'm operating on today, son. You're like, yo, what shoes he coming? What size, yo? <laughs> yo, that's a 13? Yo, you know what they to do. They 550s? You know what to do. Can I get him? <laughs> Can I get him? I was like, hell yeah, because I'm fucking the surgery up. <laughs> He's not making it through. Nah, but just Black like. Black anatomy is different. Yeah, word. <laughs> But that, that's the thing I get mad at with my parents now, where it's just like, you guys want me to be a doctor, right? Yeah. But y'all ain't never got me no medical set. I, I can't even spell stethoscope. And anytime I was sick, y'all just rub Vicks on my chest. So now I'm taking the knowledge you try to instill with me. I go to the doctor's office. I'm just prescribing niggas 300 cc's of Vicks. Yeah, see, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think you would go to school first, right? Nah, I think that's like the first like, step to being a doctor is going to medical school. I think you would you would do that. And you would learn some things there that are not put Vicks vapor rub on it, my nigga. Hey, listen. So you can't fault them for that because yeah. <laughs> you would go to school. Nah, now but if you get to school and they're like, yo, just rub Vicks on, on the broken elbow. Like, All right. But the thing about that is, so we got a doctor in the family, my dad's cousin. Mm -hmm. A doctor, I don't know what kind of doctor she is. I don't care. <laughs> I just know she'd Shout be doctor. Shirley. She'd just be doctor. No, that's her mom. Her name is Andrea. Did I ask? Her name is Shirley. Yeah, her right. mom's name is Shirley. What's the name? It's easy. R.P. on Shirley. Uh, so my dad, my dad will get a pain. He'll get a scratch, a bump. Whatever it is, and he just said, Andrea, 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 I got this thing. No, he no, he calls, he goes, Dr. Isaacs. And I'm like, yo, daddy, it's 11 p.m. Leave that woman alone. <laughs> like, wow. what are you doing? But then, so he knows all the doctor shit, yet anytime I get, like, the sniffles or something, he'd come into my room. He'd be like, Chris, 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 no, this is what you got to do. You put the Vicks on the bottom of your foot, then you put your socks on and go to sleep, and you wake up cured. That's not how that works, daddy. What? That's not how that works. Nah, that's but definitely not how that works. Like it, it, so, again, like it, it would have been nice that at, as I was maturing, 
my parents would support my. They said they did, mm-hmm. but they didn't. I can remember a hundred like fights with my mom when applying to colleges, what majors and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was really confusing because the reason I'm into the arts is partly because of her. My mom works in advertising mm-hmm. and shit. So when she brought the she brought me to work on bring your kid to work day, they had us in the boardrooms. They had us doing like little exercises and shit like that. In high school, I was part of the art directors club that was running in Manhattan. I don't know if it's still a thing. Right. All this shit. But she was like, nah, you gotta you gotta get a major in English or psychology. And I'm like, you think I am you first of all, you think I'm just emotionally and mentally sound to give other people's advice about their emotions? No. Have you she have you make bread though? Yeah. Have you met me? You come to me as your psychiatrist or your, not a psychiatrist, your therapist. It's just like, yeah, man, you know, the way he made me feel, you know, I, I just didn't like it. I was like, why don't you just beat that nigga up while he's sleeping? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you here? Just beat his ass. Yeah, just fuck him up. I don't understand why you can't just punch him while he's asleep. Like, what? <laughs> what yeah, are you talking about? Nah, nah, you, you landed where you should Yeah, where you should I, that's what I'm saying. The world's a better place now that I'm just creating shit for my mind. Yeah. But it just would have been, like, they, I want to say as they gotten older, uh, I want to say, like, my parents have taken an interest in the things that I do here and there, mm-hmm. uh, especially, like, my pops. He's been more supportive. And I was like, it would have been cool to have that when I was developing. But now, again, that I'm older, I don't hold that against them. I know exactly what it is and yeah. what they're doing and stuff like that. So it's, it's just, appreciated. You just got to appreciate the fact that yeah, they're, they're rocking like, with you now. Yeah, and it's like, the the great thing about my parents, though, is that, you know, they worked hard enough to be able to, put me through college or three-fourths of college that them loans is crazy the last, <laughs> last year but there they were able where it's just like yo the world is getting crazy as your parent yo figure shit out you're gonna keep working figure your shit out while you're home and then we send you off like my mm-hmm. parents never tried to like kick me out at like 20 and be like yo go figure out the world because that's what i had to do in 1988 yeah. or like whatever the fuck so in in that regard i'm definitely grateful you know for them and their work ethic and what they've done and try to instill with me, not just me, my sister too, mm-hmm. but it's just like on that emotional side when I was like Hillary's age or younger, it would have just been cool to have somebody in your corner or somebody that you can go to and share the things that you're very much into openly mm-hmm. without them shutting it down or be like, oh, I don't care. Or why should I care about this? That, sh- that shit hurts. That shit is just like, yo, you tell me you love me. Even if you don't care, just, just give me this two minutes to show you the thing that i made yeah and it was just like yo this this if you just understood and the, the thing it was more so with my mom because it's just like you come from this this background you you of all people should know what i'm talking about I, y- you should see me getting better and just support but like yo you're getting better good on you just a just a good job or i'm mm-hmm. like oh that's cool even if you don't care come on son love me <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, but yeah, but they definitely did have you that. Hug the <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, but uh, Aunt Viv and Hillary had that moment after, after Aunt Viv, you know, tried to get back into the art world, and she went to some exhibit thing, and yeah. Michael Ely was there. Yeah, yo, you know what's funny? I turned, I turned away, and I was just like, I was doing some shit on my computer, and I just had it playing in the background, and. I didn't know it was Michael Ely. I was just like, this nigga sound like he's trying to fuck. And I looked at <laughs> Michael Ely. I was like, yeah, oh, this nigga's trying to tr- fuck. But you, th- you cast Michael Ely as the guy that's trying to fuck. But I think he's just playing Michael Ely. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even. 
But no, the thing. I said what I said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even invited. He just showed up on set one day. He walked in and just said, you got some beautiful women on this set. I'm going to bat my eyelashes at them and be light-skinned. Thank yeah. you. Light-skinned with blue eyes. Look at me. Um, but How you doing? I'm I'm also on the fence about Michael Ealy because he's been that person. Michael Ealy just turned into black Johnny Depp, where now he's just in creepy things. Where in every movie he's in, he plays the perfect husband or perfect boyfriend that turns into the psychotic nigga that's hiding under your bed. He's done that like four times. I wouldn't say that about Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp just plays a weirdo and everything now. But he used to but I'm saying he used to be the heartthrob yeah. that turned into the weirdo. Yeah. I feel like that's exactly what Michael Ealy is doing. I don't, yo, I don't know what Michael Ealy's been up to, so I, I have just, no opinion. He, he just shows up, and he's Michael Ealy, and then he turns into. For a the most part, killer. I just see him in like black things. You know what I mean? Like as the black serial killer. Like the that's shit, what I'm saying. The shit where they're like, yo, we are specifically making this to appeal to black people, and if other people like it, cool. If they don't, we really don't give a shit. Michael Ealy's in it. Michael Terrence Howard in it. Michael Ealy is like one of those light-skinned black dudes that plays as a good median in black movies where it's just like, yo, you not light-skinned or dark-skinned, you black. You legit right in the middle. Because he's like, He's like light skin, but he's not like light. He like cocoa, but with blue eyes, which makes him super light skin. You know what I mean? So you could put him in a black movie. He's the most palatable light skin dude, is what I'm saying. Where it's just like I don't think anybody gets mad at him being there or playing the light skin guy in the movies. Because when they do it, they expect somebody like my emotional looking ass to show up. Like that's like that's the light skin. It's like yo, get him out of here. Like I wouldn't say Michael Ealy is more light skin than Shamar Moore. What are you talking about? I nigga? don't. I don't know. What is <laughs> halfway through? Man over here just rambling about colored color theory. I like, just call it color theory. <laughs> I don't agree with nothing you just said. <laughs> just for the record. Nah, like think, think like a man. Think like a man too. They needed a light skinned dude, but it still had to be a black movie. Who do we get? Michael Ealy. That's my point. It's gonna be black because he's black. <laughs> like, it yeah. doesn't matter what shade right. he is. He's right. black. All right. So anyway, yeah. the the last thing or or the last thing I want to talk about for this is episode that, um, is something that we touched on in last week's episode of our podcast, mm-hmm. uh, where we where I think you asked how how we thought they were going to handle finding out that Ashley might be queer, right? And you were just like, "Do you think there's going to be some tension there?" And I was just like, "Nah, not at all." Right. None Ex- played out exactly how we said. Yep. It and I love that that happened. Um, and then again, I went back to it's just like there's always that question. It was like, Oh, what would happen if you had a gay kid? I was like, I wouldn't care if my gay is gay, queer. You definitely said, I wouldn't care if my gay is gay. My gay is gay. <laughs> I don't care if my gay is gay. That's a bad point. Yeah, like, yeah, fuck I could double I, up. I really <laughs> would not give a single fuck if my kid was gay. It's like, all right, gay I, I trend, don't give I don't, a shit. Yo, you healthy? Like, I give a shit in the sense that, like, yo, I'm, all right, cool, I'm yeah. here with you. And uh, I'll, you're gonna what? No, I'm like I'm here with you through. Oh, I thought you said I'm gonna deal with you like like deal with no. you now. Don't lose no, your line, your child. <laughs> no, <laughs> saying I'm rocking with my kid through whatever. Yeah, like, be you, and we'll we'll deal with whatever That's issues the thing. may it's come like, from the world being a foul place. Exactly. Like I always want my kids to know that hey. I'm going to help you navigate this, but even as your parent, I'm going to let you know that I am not the most knowledgeable of what's going on. But, hey, that ain't nothing that Google can't fix. Like, I can, like, I'm pretty aware, but I can't talk to your feelings uh, navigating through um, 
a very homophobic world and your view on that and how that like makes you feel. Mm-hmm. I can sympathize, but from like a hetero point of view. Right. But no matter what, I just need you to know that your daddy got your back and in, it is what it is. Also, you still doing them goddamn dishes. Always. Always. That's actually Always. exactly what I said to my girl when yeah. she asked me. I was just like, I'd be like, all right, cool. Thank you for telling me. I'm glad you feel comfortable enough to share that with me. That means I'm now, doing my job as yeah. a parent. Now, do the dishes, though. The garbage. It's piling up. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know? Also, you're free to experiment. You're free to do with clothes, fashion, and all that stuff. But there's still a budget. <laughs> I'm not just out here buying everything. Like, Bro, hey, my nigga, I'm not buying you that Balenciaga. Dress. Yeah, <laughs> like, come on, son. Like, <laughs> yeah, nah, two yeah, thousand. Nope. Even if Better I have, find some yeah. cheaper fabrics. Even if um, I have a daughter or a son that's into makeup. If I have a child that is into makeup, oh man, that that would suck. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, because like, yeah, my kid's not gonna have money like that to get the makeup they want, so I'm gonna be the one buying it. Or, or you just lower your expectations. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. A, it's not coming from a point of I don't support you. It's that I don't want to pay for that shit because I can't afford expensive. it. That's a bill, my niggas. <laughs> like, mm. come on. We're going. Hey, hey. We're going to experiment in Claire's. Oh, that yeah. would. That would suck. We're going to TJ like. Maxx to get the five ninety nine color palette, but it, the the cover's cracked. But you're not using the cover. Nah, you're I using don't. the eyeshadow inside. You could do that, but you got to get like at least like a couple like decent things. Christmas like, and your birthday. Oh no, buy them the nice foundation. Hey, you get good grades. You can have a- shitty blush. Yo, every good grades you get, I'll get you a thirty dollar gift card to the uh, spot of your choice: Ulta, Mac, Sephora, all that shit. Yeah, I'm paying for gas, bro. We get the spot that's closest. Nah, 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 nah. If you get good grades and you somebody and you got your head on your shoulders and you know you got the wild dip hook, cool. <laughs> As long as you can fight. Yeah, as long as you lay that up. Mo- Yo, every bully you fucking lay out, we going shopping. That's the kind of daddy I'm going to be. Don't tell your mom. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I- I'm really enjoying Bel Air still. Episode five. Still good. I have no idea how many episodes the season is going to be. I, I know. How many? So, well, I don't know how many episodes, but I do know they got a two season order off the bat. All right. Uh, oh, this is again the season two. There's yeah. no question about I, it. I just, I just want to say last, last, last thing. Why is Michael even here? I know I, we didn't really talk about it. Why? But why is he here? Because he's going to be horny and try it, bro. Yo, Uncle Phil. Once Uncle Phil. Jeffrey. Hey. You must nah, not nah. know Jeffrey. You must not know Jeffrey. Those are hands you got to throw on your own, bro. He'll put yeah. a hit on you in a minute. If you lose, put a hit on him. <laughs> if you win, all right, cool. Maybe still put a hit on him. Hide you still on any flock. He going to spin it. Elay. <laughs> <laughs> I do not condone this. <laughs> Yo, Jeffy gonna fuck him up. Uh, let's move on. What else came out this week? Oh, part two of the Kanye doc drop. Gene, Gene, yes. Yo, what's the? G- Why did they spell it J E E N? I don't know. I've been trying to figure that shit out. I'm like, does they call him Gene? Is because he wore a lot of denim in the early two hours? Like, what no was it? No idea. I okay. think it's supposed to be like a playoff of Jesus, but like genius. Yeah, I. That it was a, it was a wild day in the in the in the oh, writers room. They went with it, yeah. <coughs> but uh, yeah, this should fire. I love this, every second of it. This is, it is now like really top three music documentaries for me. Off the first two episodes, I have no idea what that third episode is gonna be about. But from that that last four minutes, it looks 
Just yeah, getting, just getting I, nuts of pants. I'm thinking the uh, like because I, you know, just have to guess. I think the the third episode is just gonna be my dark twisted fantasy. Nah, not at all. I, no. I think it's just gonna be like a hodgepodge of different moments because Cootie said at the at the like end of this episode they grew apart and started doing their own thing. Oh. So I don't think he was around for. A lot of everything, and that's that why they said. But they I think he he captured a decent amount of stuff. They also said that they're not done editing, you know, the doc, and they're pulling clips from like YouTube. Like somebody said it on another podcast, mm. and they said they have a good source. So I was like, oh, in that regard, that kind of makes sense. But even if you look at the end, it's showing the Taylor Swift moment. It's I think it's going to yeah. show the passing of his mom. So they'll probably pull even clips that we've already seen and been experienced to, but just talking about the mindset and. I guess further details of what was going on. Obviously, Kanye yeah. himself isn't in the doc, where like they, they show a clip and they show him now, and it's just like, yeah, that was crazy. I don't, I don't know what he would comment on those moments, but the moments themselves are good enough. I think yeah. the reason why it's top three is just that there's so many. We're at the age where it's like, hey, we were here cognizant in music for the beginning of this guy's career, mm-hmm. and we literally saw the build, and you're just showing us the behind the scenes. Yeah, which Bro. is. Insane. The sessions with Jamie Foxx, I don't know why, but I'm like, I was, this I was blew my losing mind. my mind. Slow jams, Gold Digger, and I'm just like, because I'm sitting there, he's like, he's making slow jams, and I'm just like, yo, that's crazy. Big ass photo of Ray Charles in the studio, yo. and in my head, I was like, I don't think he did that yet. I don't, it, I don't think he he filmed he, Ray. He at didn't, that time. he didn't shave his head yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You're right. He still had the braids. Yeah, but by so, the time they did Gold Digger. Yeah, by then. Yeah, but it was it was shortly after that because I think the college dropout came out in like oh three oh four, and I think they did Ray in oh four. Oh, I think they filmed that. In this is pi- he was a priority cast, and it's just like yo, I'm just doing prep. Might have last, last thing I gotta do is shave my head. Yeah, it, it might have been like he was cast, and just like they hadn't announced it yet. But either way, it's just so fucking damn good. Hell yeah! Dude. And what I thought was the not the genius part of it, I just thought it was just like yo, this he's thought on his toes. When uh, he did a beat for Pharrell, like he met him in the hallway in part mm-hmm. one, right? And then, you know, he got a little cosign on video, but Def Jam still kind of like shelled him a little bit. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite scenes, he was in like the session for like young Stefan or Stefan or whoever the fuck that singer person was that we never heard from again. Yeah. And everybody was in the thing having a good time. Kanye's just sitting there staring at the camera. It's like, this is like, bullshit. This shit trash, yeah. but I got to get paid. Yeah. And he was Son, just like. The the worst part of that whole shit is when he pulled up to Dame's crib and that little girl was playing some old bullshit. And they signed her and they're just like, like yo, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's get it. We're going to get the, the ball rolling on this. We put money behind it. He starts playing shit. Dame leaves. Leaves with Biggs. He was like, he and he took Biggs his with own him. home. He was like, come on, Biggs, we got to go. He said, yo, I'm out, Biggs, come on. While Kanye's sitting there playing shit. Granted, Kanye was also playing some old bullshit, but it was better than the bullshit he yeah. just sat through and applauded. The, the he was really just trying to hold this nigga, man. But the cool thing is, like I was saying, so he makes Pharrell, he does a beat for Pharrell or s- some type of their other, and then Pharrell was like, yo, you can use my studio whenever you want. Mm. Well, he, he was just bumming time off of Pharrell. Right. Just off of just like, you're my homie. So oh, he was I just like, yo, he was getting studio time from other artists. So he's just God. borrowing, like, remaining studio time from other people's sessions to record his shit. Right. So he, cheap. he even, like, but my favorite part was, <laughs> so he comes to Pharrell's studio, and he's in the lobby. 
and security's like, yo, you're, you're not logged in or like whatever. So he's waiting in the hallway. He's like, yo, Pharrell coming. This little white kid come up out of nowhere and he's just sitting, <laughs> he's standing next to Kanye. He was like, hey, I'm Kanye West. <laughs> Hey, like, I'm a West. producer. I'm good like, at rapping. Okay, yeah. yeah he's like, <laughs> he's just like H to the Izzo. Yep, that was girlfriend. Me. That, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's me. And he was like, oh, cool. I wanted Kanye to look at him and be like, so what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> so what you, you make? You just a kid and shit. He's yeah, like, yeah. Mm. He was like, oh, that's lame. <laughs> <laughs> I this nigga ain't gonna make no sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> ain't never gonna buy your brown boots. <laughs> hey, you gonna work for me? Hey, little nigga. 20 years from now, I'm going to buy your dad. Oh, like, man. what? You know, it, one of my favorite things about, like, seeing Kanye and, I guess, like, candid moments is seeing how funny that motherfucker is. He's hilarious, Not even on bro. purpose. He's just naturally mad fucking funny. He's, like, in the Nori interview, yeah. he was making jokes with, like, they weren't catching it, but I was, I was catching dying. Yeah. Nori's just drunk and high already, so shit's just flying over his head. EFN is mad polite. Yeah, because EFN is so polite, I think some of the, like riskier or darker jokes were just going over his head. But yeah, that, that motherfucker's <laughs> hilarious, man. Um, a- another thing that I, I really enjoyed seeing in this is just like, that motherfucker was determined as hell. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he was gonna make a way no matter what. And that's the thing, again, even with, and that comes from like the encouragement of his mom. Right? Yeah. Not even to come back to my mom, but if I just had... A median oh, between Donda West and Aunt Viv. I feel like, you know, I could have been that doctor y'all wanted me to be. <laughs> I was, there was definitely a certain part where I was just like, yo, your mom always in the studio. Yeah. Like, you, you don't think it's just like a little weird for your mom to be with you at work constantly? Yeah, your mom just know you be saying nigga like that and talking <laughs> about women this way. It's like you sitting there just like chilling with Diddy and walks your mom. She's like, I, I, like, it's cool. Nah, and you know what? You just got your mom around a lot. <laughs> but the thing was, I didn't him his mom walked in the studio session for like crack music, like the worst possible oh, yeah. song that she could walk in. Games, just just games, games walking around drinking. It's that crack the music, music, nigga. <laughs> that real black music, nigga. I like this one, Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> his mom. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Don. Yo, man. she was great. So. She so seemed like such a the fucking a delight person. Uh, just a Hell delight yeah. in everywhere. That's At how the, I, the New Year's party. Yeah. She was just like, I'd say like for next year to be better, but like how could it be better? Be better? Like, Yo. Like, oh man. Living. Just hug my soul real quick, Hell man. Hell yeah. Uh, Warm as hell. I'm trying to think what else happened. The music, the studio sessions, amazing. The when she was at, what was that, like Wendy's or some shit? Oh, I, well, no. He was like, I want the fries, but like with a lot of cheese. More milk. Can I get cheese under the fries, but also cheese on top of the fries? Yeah. I need I need this more melted because yeah. my jaw's wired shut and I can't I can't like chew. Yeah. So I need more cheese on top of the fries melted. You got melted more. On top of the front. <laughs> <laughs> it was really just a, on top of the front. This region right here just melted a little just bit. More, more cheese. More cheese. Thank you. I'm Kanye West. <laughs> but I think this man's telling the UCLA students, yeah. yo, same school, don't drop out like he did. <laughs> 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 but go get that magazine and turn to page 23. You can see a full spread of that man. And like, I believe you. I would just like to go back to studying, yeah. motherfucker. Leave me alone. My mom wants me to be a doctor. 
<laughs> look at this studious motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at these studious white niggas. Like, what the? <laughs> what's happening right now? Uh, but yeah, again, very good doc. Um, I do bangs with it. Yeah, this, sh- this shit is exceptional, man. I'm trying to see in so many different like recording sessions for those songs, especially since like I listened to the college dropout after the episode one came out because mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, I should I should revisit that. I haven't listened to that shit mad long. Really, it was um most deaf rapping his verse from two words that made me want to go back and listen to it because mm-hmm. I I just remember how fire two words is. Right, and I I also. I don't fuck with that, or I didn't fuck with that album as much as like I, I used to. And then when I went back and listened to it, I was like, nah, I'm, I was bugging. You was bugging. There's only one song on here that I could do without, and even that's not bad. But that happens with growth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a there's definitely still a ton of shit that, um, like, I didn't appreciate Gangstar till I was an adult. Because oh, yeah. back then, why do I need this? Mm. What what is this? I would look down on it, and I it, I was to a certain age until I started giving things, you know, a second look where as a young adult, early 20s, I'm just like, yo, that shit trash. Like, I'm in, like, actual, like, real life, like, conversations with people doing music and they looking at me crazy and I'm just mm-hmm. like, yo, what do you, like, son- like, using words like, yo, sonically, that shit just wasn't da-da-da-da-da-da. It was ahead of his time. It was different. Like, you gotta, I wasn't really catching lyrics in 2001 yeah. when I'm, like, nine I years could see, old. I like, kids today not being able to get yeah. into Gangstar at all. Yeah. Guru slow flow is so different yeah. from, like, the triplet shit that they're used to, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, again, I thought I knew hip-hop because I was like, yo, I grew up with 50 Cent, you know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. just from, like, Rags to Richie's t- kind of story, success. You see it in person. You see how it's affecting the area wow. that you're in like, and I, shit like that. Hey, anytime I'm dealing with, like, other musicians and we start talking about music and, like, their music knowledge doesn't go further back beyond when like they were born like it doesn't right. have to right like you like you can make music without knowing ev- all the ins and outs of music mm-hmm. uh i i always say like you don't really need to know music theory in order to make music but there are people that that preach like yo you can't do that shit without it just like, right. let me teach the own yeah. i just personally feel like if i'm going to enter the world of being a musician and i'm gonna make like a particular genre of music I should at least know a little bit about the history. Right. Like, see where it started, see where it's at now, instead of just, like, jumping in and be like, yeah, I do this. That's what I get upset with the younger generation now when... These old niggas. Yeah, yo. (laughs) No, but it's true. Like, I'm really seeing it in real time where they're pulling... Even, like, some of, like, the later millennials where... You know, like people like Sweetie, Lotto, they're pulling samples, famous samples from our generation. Yeah. And they're, people are getting mad saying, yo, I don't know this. I don't, they're, they're, like Lotto saying, yo, I, I, I didn't listen to fantasy. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, 22, 23, you, you wouldn't. Same, same way where I'm a kid and I'm listening to Juicy. I don't know where that sample was from. Right. I didn't care where that sample was from. I'm like, no, Biggie was the first person to do this. Even um, Tupac, uh, what's it, Changes, that sample. Like, there, even there's even Loki. I thought, I thought, as a child, as a child, 96, 97, I thought Ronald Isley got discovered then, like, there. Like, he is a <laughs> brand new, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, but like you didn't as know. a child, and then my auntie hit me upside my head one day. She turned on 106.7, Light FM. Who's this? 
is Ronald Isley. Mm-hmm. Not only is this Ronald Isley, he got brothers. Not only do he got brothers, he got they, brothers and blouses. They not only nice with it too. Not only do he got brothers and blouses, they got brothers and blouses with guns in the blouses. And I'm like, tell me more, Auntie. It's like, well, let me tell you a little something. Yeah, but yeah. Like <laughs> I, I always think it's important to just like learn the history of certain art forms, especially if you're going to be creating in that realm. Not, not just because like, oh, you can't step into this world without knowing every minor detail but just like learning what's been done can also help influence what you do now like you've heard some shit that you've never heard before so you can like pull whatever you want to pull from that it's just in studying all these different things you learn a whole bunch of different shit like i i personally don't really like public enemy right i I don't i'm not saying they're bad it's just not for me i just like chuck the way chuck d raps doesn't do it for me and I think maybe it would have been different had I been raised in that time period or yeah, whatever. Dealing with what's but going on and shit. The Bomb Squad's production was a fucking heavy influence on the shit that I was doing from the time that I started listening to Public Enemy. Right. Just so I would just be knowledgeable of what this shit sounded like. It's like hearing all of the noise they put in this shit. I was just like, oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, my dad was more Public Enemy. I think I was more like Onyx, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like for if we were talking about motivation, similar energy. <laughs> yeah, I, like I just had a different, different energy reasons. with this. Yeah, he had fight the power. I had slam. Yeah. <laughs> like daddy, was like yeah. both of y'all want to fight. Yeah, just for different, different reasons. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> like for me, I'm just like yo, I like tribe shit that sounds like tribe. Yeah, easy for me to latch on to shit that sounded like Super Dr. Dre. Yeah. I fucking love De La Soul. I know you look like a De La Soul. Of listener. course, nigga. A fan. <laughs> like you're amazing. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. I'm yeah. just saying, yeah. But you then can like speak to the influences. You go back to shit from the eighties and I'm just like, all right, this is where like I'm listening to this just for the beats because I, I can't get into the way dudes rap back then. Right. Just because it, it was too simple for me. Right. But now I've heard it and I, I know what it sounded like. I know where we came from. I know where I'm trying to take things mm-hmm. and I can utilize that information however I want. So I have two questions for you also being, uh, well, three questions, being a musician, right? right? Uh, the first question is, how do you think this Kanye doc is going to affect the way, I guess, people are going to start making music moving forward? Because there is a very... There's a very conscious effort. Uh, well, first of all, like I feel like there are a lot of millennials and uh, kids now who don't know that Kanye West. They know that music. Oh, yeah. They don't know because they didn't live through that version of Kanye West. Just like there's a generation that doesn't know, that's not going to know 50, that's not going to go Snoop, that's not going to know Dre. That's yeah. not like They grew up with a very different idea of this person, mm-hmm. right? So their feelings are going to be different. So going back and ingesting this and knowing that, already calling him a genius, do you, like... With like, do you think like good sample music production is is gonna come back? Do you think we're gonna go through like another like soul rap era? I like sample soul rap era. It's hard to say. But drill also. (laughs) But I mean, yeah. You think these kids give a fuck about the business? They are stealing everything. I'm saying like, you get signed to a major label or whatever. There's a lot of money that goes into sampling, Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of songs that you can't get cleared because. You use such and such sample, and that person was asking for way too much money. So right. now that song's left on the cutting room floor. You just got to create a whole new beat for it. And sometimes, like, when you got to do that, it just sucks all the life out of the song. So you don't even want to do it anymore. But that's with more popular samples. I think more so. Nah, it, it depends on the person that you're sampling. You could be sampling some racist white dude that's just like, no. 
And I want some super obscure shit, but he's just like, nah, I don't think rap music is music, so you can't use it. Wait, so basically, because you probably run into this more than I do. Like, we obviously hear about the copyright infringement, but of, like, the really popular songs, the billboards, the A-listers, uh, all the shit. We hear about that shit getting stopped, but like you were just saying, the lesser known, I don't know, like, with Bubblefuck, rapper, or like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, or singer, artist, I should say. Do you run into that a lot of them not even wanting to like clear their shit because it's like, yo, this will benefit you. Maybe you s- you're washed up. You're not even in this shit no more. Like, why do you care? So, a lot of the times, what will happen? I should ask Odie this. Too. Like niggas, well, I'm, I'm giving you his answer too. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. We, we talk about this. Oh, awesome. We make music together. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> like, like, we have a song where like I used a sample and I was telling him like, "Yo, if we put this out, we just have to be fully aware of the fact that like if this is the one that takes off, right. we're making zero dollars off of it. Got it. The entire purpose of the song is just for it to pop, mm-hmm. and then people would like more on whatever we put out after that that we. Like, I didn't sample anything for I still like that. Yeah, yeah. It's but for a lot of, like, younger artists and newer artists, sometimes they don't have that second one in them. Right. And that first one just pops, and it goes crazy. But they got to pay <laughs> all the fees for having that sample in there. And they make next to nothing off that shit. If you can't follow up with another one, uh-huh. that's it. I just want to say... It's over. Dude, like, right now, I want to give you your props. I know you're a producer. Like, I've heard this stuff... Like you sent, mm-hmm. but that folder that you sent me the other day. Oh yeah. There's yeah. honest to God, the f- there's fucking, and not even because of the samples that you. It's what you did with it. Mm-hmm. Like you created a whole different kind of like energy. And mo- I was rapping in my car, bro, and I was spitting uh, bars I don't, over I don't shit. So now I'm just saying. Thank you though. Oh come on, but yeah. yo yo you don't even want to know. Like that's like shit off of like folders from 2012. That's fine. Like does some of that's. No. Four letters no. in your sector. Who better? Come get your man. The Mike Wreckers. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the Mike Wreckers. Salt with pepper. Oh, I, heard, I heard Mike Hector. Like, Who the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, but no. I, I think sample use is definitely becoming more prevalent just off of Griselda alone. Right, like right. That style is getting heavy. And I love what everyone's doing with that shit. Like, even they made me go back and be like, yo, I should flip samples more often. That, I... You can't get that sound any other way. Just because, like, even me being uh, a visual artist, there's some times that I like to do, you know, more so obvious inspired art, like this fucking thing up here. Mm -hmm. Like, I just took some cause shit, but made it, like, nerdy. Like, I took Black Cyborg, gave him a gold tooth. Why? Because that's what you do with... Cause black, uh, black cause cyborg. Right. So, there's times like I do that, and that's always cool. And then there's times that I come up with completely organic, you know, pieces, vibes, mm-hmm. energies, moods, all for different environment, whatever the fuck. And I think both are equally important. I, but maybe you run into this too, where sometimes I feel like if I'm in the mode of creating, putting twists. Or being like inspired by certain things, or pulling from certain things, I kind of feel like a copycat. Like Yo, I'm just doing copycat I shit. I feel like I'm not doing anything. Exactly. <laughs> like I was just like, 
This was already dope on itself. Yo, you know what sucks? When people love all the sampled shit, where it's just like, yeah, I just looped some shit, and like I just found the perfect sections yeah. to yeah. to layer on top of each other and whatever, and then I added drums, and like, yo, this is your best beat. And it's like, but I didn't do much. Like, I didn't play anything. Yeah. Like, I played keys, and yeah. I didn't do none of that on it. Yeah. And then, and, and that's... You got to get over that, though, because it's just like, you just make art however you make art. You got to understand like it wouldn't have sounded like this or it wouldn't have looked like that if you didn't do it no one else was gonna make that but you so you still did it it's just you use different tools that was some inspirational shit right there i guess that was dope i'm high (laughs) (laughs) yo speaking of inspirational shit i thought you said speaking of being high so back to genius right Uh uh-huh in in the moment where Kanye's talking to Pharrell, I really thought to myself, I would never want to meet Kanye because I feel like he's an asshole and he would say something that would make me want to hit him. So I, I just like him from a distance. I would love to meet Pharrell because I feel like he's going to say some real simple shit that would change my life forever. He's going to hug your soul. Anytime you just like see Pharrell just like talking to an artist about their work, he says some shit where I'm just like, I feel like their life has changed forever yeah. walking away from this conversation. It's that, it's that voice. And it was just like some real genuine shit where he was just chatting. Yeah, that's you nice. You're just like, nah, man, you're doing you. You're putting your soul into yeah. it. I like that, man. It's when you lose that 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 feeling like, yo, I got a, I got a feeling in me and I got to make it into something. That's when it's all over with. And I was just like, word, man. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you, bro. I'll be waking up middle of the night and I was just like, I'm angry. I'm going to make noises. <laughs> it's right in here, bro. Right. <laughs> My noises in here, guys. <laughs> when he ran out the room. Oh, yeah, through the wife. Like, through the wife. He was like, did you get did that? And nigga was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said it in the beginning. He was like. Nah, I missed it. <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> but uh, that's what I like. Ma, that's all I needed, Ma. Just run oh, up. Oh, um, no, I'm kidding. My last. I like this one, Kanye. I like this one, I, Kanye. I don't know. I, I want that sample. Like, I just want him to put Dude. that on every song. That needs to be the Kanye job. I, like I like this, this one, Kanye. Kanye. Oh, that's some genius shit. Yeah. Uh, no, my last question was, is there another artist that you would like to see um, a similar documentary style or like whatever of like if like not all of them no let's say, yeah like let's say that there is that your favorite artist you know has a cootie or whatever so he has a, an abundance of never before seen footage yeah which artist would you like to see a documentary like that mm, from see that that's a tough one because I have to try and like run through people that I already have one of. Like, I was going to say run the jewels. Right. But I've already seen a behind-the-scenes of LP working on shit for Def Jokes. So it's like I kind of have an idea of what that might be like. Right. So I need to go with someone that hasn't had that at all. Um, I think Drake would be a good one, just seeing what that process is like for an artist of that magnitude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like someone that's just like that big where like every song is a business decision, basically. Right. That's that would be a crazy one. Um there's for me, um the home Devon Terrell. Mm-hmm. I feel like we get those though. With him, right? because uh, I was just listening, he was on he was doing uh his podcast, Need to Know Podcast the other day and they were speaking about genius and as he's doing that he actually i believe like two weeks prior he dropped you know a single popular and it's him as a kid and i'm like oh cool you know like you you have 
pictures of you as a kid. Right. And then at the end of the song, he has, I believe it's him and his mom having a conversation. Just like, she's like making fun of him or something like that. And I was like, oh, cool. You found the VHS tapes. Whatever. He's pulling sound bites from that and putting it at the end of his uh, songs. I'm like, that's cool. And then he dropped uh, another single who I believe he did something similar. And then this past week, he dropped uh, a trailer for his album, uh, Boys Don't Cry, March mm -hmm. 18th. Go pre-save it. Word. Yeah. Shout out to Von Terrell. Shout out Incredible to Von Terrell. So okay. he dropped that, and it's a bunch of clips of him as a kid. And then on the podcast, he was actually saying that he's like, yo, ever since I started my music career in uh, college, he said he has just like footage from every tour, sessions, and he mm -hmm. said he just has hard drives and hard drives just like backed up. And he said he did it with all like in mind. He was like, yo, ever, like God forbid anything ever happens to me, my kids will still know me and they'll have that. I'm like, mm. yo, that's dope as fuck. Yeah. Like just to Artists have Artists need that. to get into the habit of documenting shit. Like all the shit I've been working on since the pandemic, I've been video of me just sitting there working on shit. Oh, this, you got video of Mutton Chop's food? <laughs> No, no, no. For whatever reason, I just didn't record any Whatever reason. <laughs> it, I swear it's not because I have weird facial hair. It's just, like, I just did it. The mutton chops is crazy. Man, you got you to gotta yeah. document all that shit just because yeah. somebody wants to see that. Right. If 50, if 50 had one. Shit, you want to see that. 30 yeah. years from now when like you're not doing this anymore and you just like want to look back and just like look back at your life, just pull out some of that footage. Just watch and you just and watch friends it. that aren't around anymore type shit. Wait, why are they not around anymore? Life happens, you know? Maybe you guys grew know. apart. Maybe oh. they passed. Maybe you but at least killed you them. Why? What? What? Why would I kill them? You were the mad Negro at the beginning of Fuck this. you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you hold your pinky up like this? Why would I do that? <laughs> with, with sharks with lasers? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, like if 50 had one, I think that would be dope because his life has changed drastically. Like... What was the call? See, the, the thing for me is I don't think I would want the 51 because I don't think his music's good anymore. <laughs> so like, I don't want to see it. No, but... I actually have to be invested in what's being created here. But the thing is, there is a transition where, like, say if it was four parts, two parts music, this is something that happens, and then the, old, the other leg of his trajectory in his career is the movie or the... the the mogul, the TV mogul, like mm. shit like that. Just just following around. Like they did one on fucking Marky Mark uh like not too long ago. Again, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm not watching that. Nah, I watched I have to care yeah. about oh, what's that's happening. That's not, that's not or at least care about the person. Like fifty, right. I might I'd watch fifty if it was just like yo just an old hood video. A, a documentary of fifty cent and like what it's like for him working in Hollywood. It's like, all right, cool, I could get into that. I'd watch music in Hollywood because I want to know how are you so fucking like how you've you've killed people and that's not even snitching you've said on songs you yeah. or have had people killed allegedly allegedly still even though that song diamond <laughs> like how did you have a like you know what I mean it's not even crazy like it's it's cra it's not crazy but it's crazy that we have to say allegedly oh you have to just look at the word this it's even in the vi they reenacted the videos no. what that's a Never happened. Never happened. It, it was, was on MTV. I think The Weeknd is another one. I would, I would not care. I would just because the way he's been crafting these last two uh, <coughs> albums. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like if you had uh, maybe a specific 
portion of his life, like just the doc, a short documentary that yeah. was packaged with this album, like how he made Dawn FM. God, I would man. love to see that. It's it's three minutes. Woo! Right, so here's the idea, right? <laughs> I'm dead. I'm going to the afterlife. Get Jim Carrey on the line. <laughs> oh yeah. Synthesizers. Synthes- Done. And they just play the album. Yeah. Uh, speaking of 50 Cent, it came out, we didn't get to speak about it last week, it came out that he is working to do a DC project, but it's not partnered with Warner Brothers, or Warner Media, from what I've read. (coughs) He just, I don't know, walked into, met somebody, walked into a room, I don't know how this was brought to his table. Like, I don't know, I don't even know this character, Zero, is it Zero? But with X E R O, yeah, I think that's what it is. Some '90s shit. It's it's some '90s inspired. Yeah, it's definitely shit. zero with an X. Yeah. So I have like uh, a deadline article, and it says Curtis Fist. Curtis Fist. F- almost said Fist. Curtis Fist. <laughs> Curtis Fisty Cent. Nasty, nasty work. Also, the name of the episode. Fifty cent. Fifty cent. Jackson, uh, G Unit Film and Television has optioned Christopher Priest comic Zero for development alongside Color Farm Media as a live action film with an eye on a franchise. You said Color Farm? Yes. Okay. Okay. The film will follow a black government assassin who weaponizes invisibility by dis- disguising himself as a white man to blend anonymously into the exotic casino royal haunts of the international elite. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the biography for real, for real, of Zero. Okay. This is fucking... All right, so Closer 67 died on his very first mission as a closer. Not very good at his job, apparently. <laughs> An agent who ties up loose ends covertly, often involving espionage and assassinations from a secret United States intelligence agency run by Frank Decker. Lucky for him, he was restored to life after being injected with bioorganic implants, which also made the very peak of human, which made him the very peak of human physical conditioning. Pause right there. So, like, they caught him, and it was like, hey, we're going to inject you with this shit that could backfire on us. Why didn't they just shoot him? Nah. What? No, he was killed on on a mission, and then the government went and was just like, "Nah, we're gonna." Oh, yo, we still need. Yo, you're still we, on the contract. Yeah, we're gonna use you. We're just gonna enhance you from this point forward. Even though you died on your first mission, so it kind of <laughs> doesn't seem like you would be worth investing in. <laughs> like, I think I would just let him go <laughs> if I would keep it hunting. It's not like he had like a record of like 600 kills. Like, yeah. yo, he's the best ever. We can't let him go. Like, this nigga died day one in the <laughs> office. Like, Self-inflicted wound. He stepped on a landmine. Nigga it's ain't go from the mop to the fries. He went from the mop to I died. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're not a very good employee, bro. But now he's the CEO? <laughs> like, it's, it's like employee of the month <laughs> just f- for dying. So in his public identity of Coltrane, Train Walker, an African-American professional basketball player, he Yo, gained wait. great fame and wealth. Yes. He was a pro basketball player that decided he's going to be a secret agent. And then he's also going to masquerade as a white man for reasons. This shit is going to be ass. Why isn't Warner Brothers associated with this? Because it's ass. (laughs) So bad. So. Meanwhile, he rose through the ranks of his organization and became Zero, a fourth level closer. I'm going to assume fourth is highest. Is that 
<laughs> not like because imagine like you died, they revived you after your one failed mission, and then you became the lowest level of closer. <laughs> You're like the lamest protagonist ever. <laughs> like an <laughs> underachieving ass motherfucker. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I imagine it either got to be five levels, which means you're still not the best, or it got to be ten, which is like you're you're still ass. <laughs> Why did they bring you back? It's trash. So zero is his uh his secret identity, a uh, blonde, blue eyed white man, and over the course of his missions, he developed a conscience and later died as a result of a test organized by Deckard to make Coltrane his replacement. He was revived once more, but was useless to the agency because of brain damage. Because <laughs> they injected him with mad, mad experimental. Shit. So he just like takes over the identity of some some white guy. Because they. And plays basketball during the day, I guess. I don't know. Because they fed you tie Pods and Hypnotic. Now you're a fucking superhero assassin. He what went from the this? League to the League of Assassins. I don't know, son. This, this shit is. This is hot, hot, hot wet doo-doo. Ugh. This is nasty butt fudge. Ugh. Yeah, I don't. But good job, 50. I hope this one goes well for you. I'm going to I'm gonna watch painless, painfully. Um, I'd be surprised if this gets made. <laughs> oh, like they might just pull the plug. So like you look at how trash this. Unless this is a comedy, bro. I just want to get to. Or casting. if they change the entire character. I want to get. I want. It's Michael B. Jordan next. Oh. Nah, I was gonna say it's, it's, it's like Sergi Baca. Sergi Baca is zero. They actually have to get a basketball player to do this. Um, hmm. They get Kawhi. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I'm trying to think who who retired. Hey, Dwayne Wade retired. He's still in good shape. Who who plays the white man that he masquerades? Still as? Dwayne Wade. They just put powder on his face. Nah, <laughs> they white nah, chicks. You him. can't white face him. Bro. <laughs> you can't like white chicks. You, that's exactly now, what they're gonna hold do. Hold on. If I made this, that's exactly how I would make it because it's so bad. I would make it just a like comedy, a pure yeah. like fucking. It would be like a a spoof of a superhero movie. It would have to be like the the um. A scary movie, a, a superhero movie, but just not as bad as like the later scary movies. I'm going as far as scary movie two type shit, or just white chicks. If Simil- you you get Marlon Wayans in on this, no, 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 no. Haunted House nah, one nah, and nah, two nah. is fucking hilarious. Uh, the he's re- not on screen. The reason why no, I was just right. say writing. Cool, yeah, 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 yeah. behind the scenes shit. Go for it. We we need someone that looks like a basketball player to act in this. Yeah, because Marlon Wayans is fifty. Otherwise, he would. I still stand by my Marlon Wayans take from a couple episodes. I mean, I, I'm not yeah. saying I don't want him on creatively at all. You know what I'm saying? Right. I just I don't want him to be cast as the main guy. But if it's a comedy and we're pulling from the things that him and his brother helped write on, yeah, the two f- first two scary movies, this would be for perfect sure. for him. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense, but. Uh, yeah, I, I I do agree with your take. This can't be serious at all. I don't know how Christopher Priest feels about this because I never read the original Zero, so I don't know the intended tone of it. Bro, I didn't know that Christopher Priest had this idea. I knew Christopher Priest from all the good work that he's done in black comics. Hey, listen. I didn't know he did this. <laughs> There's a reason why I didn't know about this. All right. Motherfuckers so kept it buried. It's like, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Zero shit you did. You know why it's not connected I to I could imagine him being around, like, all the other black creators, and he, like, says some, like, yeah, but, you know, I made Black Panther. And he was like, yeah, but you also made Zero, motherfucker. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. No, but it, it, it could, it could this could all be a mistake 
where you know how Dwayne McDuffie did, you know, the teenage Negroes yeah. uh, thing. What if this was just like a parody email or a letter that Christopher nah, Priest wrote? I feel like he meant this shit. He, Christopher Priest wrote, and somebody was just like, "Yeah, let's run with this." And he's like, "Wait, what? Are you niggas serious?" <sighs> it could. I don't know, it, man. I gotta. Now I have to read zero. I gotta look and see if I can find it anywhere. Online. Like, yeah, it's gotta be. I gotta online. see if they have it I'm online. Not well, for it's this. so it's such an obscure thing. I don't know if anyone would have scanned it and uploaded it. We'll we, we'll see. I'm sure there's got to be like one diehard Zero fan. I'd love to interview them. Yeah, just to find out. Like, yeah, why do you love this so much? Like, what why am do I you, missing? Yeah, why do you hate yourself? <laughs> like I said, what am I missing? Yeah. Maybe maybe there's something I just don't see. You coming next week? Zero is the most fire comic that anything has ever made. I was totally wrong. Yeah. When he goes into his blue-eyed white dragon form. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. Um, so thoughts and prayers, I guess, on that. Let's get into some what's in your long box. I ain't got a fucking thing. I broke my finger and I, I didn't. <laughs> and I couldn't turn the pages. I didn't read anything. That's it. On, all right, hold on. I I did really enjoy this week the fact that Elden Ring was released. It's a new video game. I know, it's where, like, you, I know where you're going. Right, so it's like Dark Souls for people. It's, it's hard as fuck, right? That, that's the long short of it. The game is hard as hell, but it was hyped up so much that so many new people are coming over to like this style of game, right. and they're trying it out. I've been thoroughly enjoying watching people be miserable because they can't beat the first boss. Right. That motherfucker is beating the brakes off of everyone. He hits them twice and they die. The games are brutal, and that's like the whole fun of it is like it's so hard that you have to be elite, struggle to beat the game, and then you like get that sense of joy after finally able to beat the boss. Right, niggas ain't built like that for real. I don't play them shits because I'm not built like that. I'm gonna throw my controller through my screen two times though. Hit him two times. Son, that's it. There's some people where they can one shot you. That nigga's strong. Hit you one time, you're dead. What? See now, and when you die, you lose all your shit. So you have to come back and then run to pick up your shit. Before somebody else? Can someone else pick it up? No. Someone else can kill you. And then you lose all that shit permanently. So if you die and all your shit's on the floor, no one can pick it up, but you can run and get your shit back. But if you come back with nothing and that same motherfucker runs down on you again because they're an evil son of a bitch, you're just done up. Yep. That's And now you just don't have any of your shit. I want to play this. Because you, like, collect souls or whatever and you use them to like buy upgrades and shit like that and level up are you a soul snatcher nigga kill you you kinky wow wow oh yeah medieval times snatching souls it don't matter anybody get they soul snatched niggas have been acting like this game is reinventing the wheel it's not it's not it's cool it looks like everyone's having fun playing it i'm having fun watching people play it but it's not the most revolutionary video game ever made y'all niggas is dragging it you gotta calm the fuck down And, and there's dragons in it Dragons Probably. In it. I'm, I'm sure there's dragons in it. There's a dude on a giant horse. There's big bears. I saw a nigga get washed by a big-ass bear. Like, he he ran from me. He Reven- was smart. Revenant, that yeah. shit. Yo, bro. Yo. Dick all in the booty. Yeah. All the... Uh... Niggas say he got raped by the bear in the, in the movie. i never seen it. That's what I heard. That's not what happened. Oh, all right. I didn't make the movie. What? Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know what white folk like. Are the bears hung? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dig on a bear. Uh, you want to boogie with the bear? Bearback uh, is a whole different <laughs> thing. Bearback mount him. 
All right. <laughs> Name of the episode. No, it's not. <laughs> Put it's it not. All the boys. It's not. No. James. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an empty. <laughs> um, are the I heard the ghost of James. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are the bears like proportionally like fast? They're insanely fast. Oh, okay. and they're also gigantic. Not crackhead fast, but like. Nah, they like crackhead fast. Oh, damn. And they're huge. They built like the one Eastern European dude at the gym that never does legs. So it's just all gigantic arms and like little legs. And he's like six seven for some reason, but he can't scratch his back. But really nice guy. He'll 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 yeah. he'll, he'll spot you for free, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and then like he'll give you some advice on on your workout, and it don't have nothing to do with lifting weights. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's always it's all about in here. some. It's all nah, in it's here. all in, in the needle. Oh, <laughs> that's good. God damn, this guy's good. This guy's potting at the end. Golly. Uh, um, so what's the year long? No, wait. I was wanted to. Oh, talk you got more questions? Yeah, about I, I'm here. <laughs> about the I'm game. really been enjoying watching niggas get their ass right. beat. So is it the kind of game where, uh, say you're somehow killed a game, you could take the fur and like make costume like a coat, kind of like. I think like there skin is. The I bear. think there is a crafting mechanic. Right. So you probably can like craft. Because when you started, them. I know like you can pick up stones and then use it to. Like, like magic other things, magic like magic stones. shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, because I was going to say with – when you brought this up, I thought you were going in the direction of – I was on Twitter, and somebody in in the game customized the character that looked like Kanye. Did you see that? I didn't. That might be the cover of the box. It should be. Absolutely. I support it. Yeah. I don't even need to know what it looks like. I'm here for it. Yeah. I saw a dude, like, he made, like, the most hideous woman – <laughs> imaginable and then he picked like this class that has like some metal helmet that just looks like a bucket with an eye hole and a mouth hole and the whole time he was playing he was like I like her mouth hole I guess that concludes my questions because what <laughs> I don't know man but it's been really fun watching people play it it looks like it's fun it's right. just it's not for me it's, it's tough but that's the same is that the same thing Skyrim that's it's the it's the same genre, same genre. Yeah, it's like just a fantasy RPG, just game. different, but different game. Yeah, not connected. I can play Skyrim. Skyrim is just like it's difficult, yeah. but it's not brutally difficult. Have they remastered that yet? For a the PS? million fucking times. for PS Five already. I don't think they did for PS Five. Okay. They probably will. Though. I know they did for four. I had the, I, the Skyrim fifteenth anniversary be like thirteen. Yeah, I accidentally not even like a milestone year. Yeah, I accidentally bought the online. When that shit dropped, oh, that Elder Scrolls was, Online, yeah, that yeah, that's trash. a whole different type of game. That dude. shit trash. Oh man, yeah, I, so I didn't, I didn't bother. But uh, this week, I, I picked up some shit. But like, I think everything that dropped this week was already like in the middle of an arc or end of an arc. But um, I'm still gonna recommend Robin to everyone. Uh, yeah, you came in and spoke about it, and I think issue 11 is the one that just dropped this week. And it's kind of wrapping up the the Lazarus tournament and all this shit. But there is an interesting thing that is going to change comics, more or less, depending on how it plays out. Or at least, you know, Gotham, the Bat family. Mm. So at the end of, you know, they're leaving the island, Robin is actually leaves with a um, a little vial of Lazarus resin. And then he got he, Lazarus juice. Yeah, so he has a little vial, and he's telling uh, Punchline that he is not Punchline. Yeah, whatever. I think her name is Punchline. 
The girl with the white face. She like looks like a skeleton. No, that's not skeleton punch. chick. That's not punchline punch is, punch is the other Joker's, Joker's, Joker's chick, right? Batman, yo, they've had so many good new characters, man. Shout out to everyone that's writing Batman related things. Y'all are doing a wonderful job. And guess job. what? Chip Zarsky's coming back. Yeah, I saw. I saw that this week. I'm really excited. I heard um picking it back up. Another recommendation: Jorge Jimenez, uh, Batman him. the Imposter on Black Label. I've okay. heard that that's really good. I'm gonna read that when I get home. I picked up The Night, Batman The Night. Look at us. We got matched at the yeah. recommend. Batman The Yo, Night. Ca- Batman drop. is fire, fire right now. Book. Batman's all- always consistently fire, but I'm reading like all of the non-mainline Batman, Batman shit. shit. Yeah. I'm going to get back to that one day, but I like all the other stuff. You can I'm kind of skipping. Like you kind you said you were taking a break after yeah. um cuz I I read like what was that? Like 200 issues of Batman or yeah. some shit like that when Tom King was writing it. I was Batmaned out. I didn't want yeah. any more Batman immediately after the Batman. But, but now with the movie coming out next week and then Chip coming my back. Batman's got yeah. I'm, Chip I'm back. In back. I'm good. I'm reading all side Batman stuff. Um And it's good cuz you can like get in and out. Right. Those stories are short. But even like I was saying with Damien so he has the vial, mm-hmm. and then he's telling his girlfriend, he was like, yo, I got to go back to Gotham real quick. And they show uh, Alfred's tombstone. And I was like, is this nigga trying to, he's going to try to revive, revive Alfred. Alfred? Alfred as a wild boy off the, the Lazarus juice? Man. Insane in the membrane, bro. Like, I can't. And that's if he does it. He may it may be one of those things where all the other bat kids come and they have a discussion. I don't know if he brings it to them, if he's going to have like uh a moral quandary about it. Maybe he talks to Red Hood being that he went through it and then they have almost like a brother to brother conversation of what Alfred meant to them, things like that. I like when bat family members show up in other uh bat family member books and mm-hmm. storylines. That's all Always dope to me. That's why I'm like kind of hyped for the Gotham Knight show. I'm like, Batman's cool, whatever. Get him out the paint. Show me the better versions of Batman and uh, the the better qualities of Batman in his kids. And because I feel like each Bat member emphasizes a different aspect of Bruce. And I think that's dope. And I was telling um, uh, Gio yesterday. Flatline. Flatline. Yeah. Thank you. I was looking for it, yeah, and I yeah. didn't Could've see it in the thing I picked up, and just remembered. Flatline, punchline. It's close. It's a yeah. lot. So um, I was telling uh, Gio yesterday that Batman is at a point right now where what's going on with him is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're finally shaking. They made him lose his fortune. They... It, they uh made Batman black. Well, they made another Batman, and they showed what would this look like um if it was a uh, black man. You have Nightwing. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds wild when you just <laughs> say it like that. Black man, black, <laughs> black man, nigga, 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 black man, <laughs> nigga, 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 nigga. <laughs> I am the nigga. <laughs> 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 oh, one. <laughs> um, his psychic is Mark. <laughs> <laughs> his sidekicks is bun and cheese. <laughs> it's just <laughs> wow. Um, and they have pants. No tights. They have pants. Blue jeans, pants, <laughs> Timbs, and black layer forces. That's it. We That's out. It. We ready. White beaters. <laughs> you can't say that. Mesh marinas. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> this is so great. But I was telling him that um, this one. <laughs> Bulletproof mesh marinas is mad funny to me. 
<laughs> open toe sandals, but everything else is bulletproof. <laughs> St- steel toe, open toe sandals. This <laughs> like your great great West Indian uncle who never cut that one toenail. That shit just janky. Always wear sandals. He got the onyx pinky ring. <laughs> Keeps a smoke bomb in it. Top boy in it. Oh, man. Uh, you can always tell when he came through because the whole crib smells like him. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, yo, you got you to gotta calm that shit down, bro. It smell like Kalaloo and cool water. That's it. <laughs> it's a nasty combo. Oh, man. So uh, I, I was telling him that this one aspect of Batman that he's heavily criticized on, mm-hmm. it, basically every criticism that the internet makes uh DC and the writers at least with the bat family has branched off and in a way addressed it and show you how that's playing out they took away batman's money how does he operate with you know basically little to no money operate as um um a black man with nightwing it's hey why doesn't bruce wayne just take his money and change the infrastructure of gotham to you know make it better sustainable for the citizens that's what Dick is trying to do in Bloodhaven right now. Yeah. So I'm like, that's awesome. I like how he just picked a city and said, this one's mine. Yeah. This is mine's now. That's very white of him. Yeah. <laughs> Bloodhaven's mine's now. <laughs> so I moved in. That's my city. <laughs> I'm changing the culture. <laughs> I think that one's just gentrifying. But the thing is, I think the building he lives in, I think he bought that building and he's the only one that lives in it. I'm like, that's white That's shit. so lonely, though. No, but I, it, you it, don't even have neighbors, man. It's either that or he got he opened the Alfred Pennyworth Foundation and he's like a multi-millionaire right now. But he still lives in that janky ass fucking apartment. Mm. I'm like, yo, bro, somebody just try to murk you. Like, not even like Nightwing. Try to murk Dick Grayson like an issue ago. Why don't you just move, buddy? No, 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 I like it here. The thing about, like, Batman just pouring money into Gotham and changing the infrastructure is, like, it doesn't change anything. About the people running about the, the infrastructure. About the crime and, and the laws and the politicians and all the other shit that's in place. Right. You just dump more money into the city. It's, it looks nicer. Right. That's it. Right. And, and, and the way I see it is that can't be... I think his whole thing is, let's take... Uh, I'm trying to see which a com- what's a uh, evil company in like LexCorp. Like, say he goes to Metropolis and I was Bruce. Say Amazon. No, but okay, go on. Or Amazon, right? So say both Bruce Wayne and Jeff Bezos exist, and Jeff Bezos is basically Lex Luthor. So LexCorp. You know what I mean? So imagine all of these backhanded, crooked things going on. How many times have we seen millionaires? who have, or billionaires, trillionaires, if that, have politicians, the judges, all of these different uh, people in high places under their, like, tooth and nail. You can't fix all of it. You as Bruce Wayne or you as Batman cannot fix all of it. That is a multi-layered system. Yeah. And the thing about even those separate institutions is whoever's greedy at the top, once they're removed... That person's like secretary or like next in charge that always wanted to get him out the paint anyway, steps up. So it's just a revolving door of horrible people. people. So like I don't un- I don't know how his money would fix that. Even if Batman beats up all of the corrupt judges in Gotham and there's like a notable pattern of that, 
they're just going to start, you know, sending people that's like, all right, we're going to prosecute you in Metropolis. Oh, we're going to send you to, we're going to ship you to this other prison in, uh, in. That's why he needs to get like a. When Harvey Dent was running for mayor, he needed to get Harvey Dent in his pocket. Yeah, in Batman's they pocket. They needed to be on on each other's side in right. order to actually make change in Gotham. Right. That's why him and Commissioner Gordon fuck with each other because Commissioner Gordon can only do so much, and Batman can only do so much. You got to work together in order to actually make the changes in Gotham. Also, that will never be made because mm-hmm. then that would be the end of Batman. Exactly. It's also the reason why Bruce Wayne hasn't ended it because that would be the end. I I get it. My one question is, do you think it's a little bit fucked up that Bruce Wayne, just like Alfred, didn't just buy Harvey Dent another face? How do you how you bring that up to someone? Yo, your face is fucked up, my niggas. And I know you see it. That's Let a, me fix that for you. Sensitive subject, man. Or right, you know what? Like, yo, half your whole body is burnt up. All like, right. yo, you want me to like fix right. your face? All right. But mm-hmm. yo, like be- skin grab? Like, you yo, because you turning purple, my boy. Because you my man's. Because I fucked with you the long way, I'm going to fix your quarter. You that little fucked up side on your little half dollar shit, I'm going to take it to my coin. I got a coin guy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like feel like the angry half would not appreciate that. The angry half would be very like, upset. Like, as Two-Face, uh, I guess, progressed. Two-Face in comics. Yeah. As he progressed as a character, um, I want to say that he believed that you know the fucked up side of his his face was the real him, and like he mirrored Batman, where it's mm-hmm. like Batman is the true person, Bruce Wayne is the identity. Yeah, I feel like Two Face, in a way, kind of did that. But I was just I paused because I was just thinking that I would really enjoy a Two Face story where he was still the DA, like he, to the people he presented like as a hero, and he kind of like fucked up the or tried to change the system in that way. I think we could do some cool shit with that. But he's still, like, flipping coins? In private. You can't just... He'll do it in court to, like, show off, but in private, he's doing it to, like, make decisions. Nah. Because it's fucked up side. That's not how Two-Face works. What do you mean? The the two personalities do not work together. So maybe in this iteration, he got a little bit more control fucked over Fucked up it. Two-Face is going to be like, I don't like this. Flip the coin. I don't want to flip the coin. There could be moments where it acts up in... um. Prison, and I mean in prison. Whoa, that's where it would be. Yeah, yeah, no. It, 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 if it, if it, if he was like taking meds, like you know how Sean Murphy did White Knight, and it had that take on the Joker and Batman. Yeah. What if he did that with Two Face? Something simple, like it. It doesn't have to be a main continuity. Like you could play with that idea in its oh, own. Oh no, nah, this for sure would not be. Yeah, because Two Face is dope. So yeah. I don't, I don't see why so not. Mr. Freeze, bring back Mr. Freeze. Yo, Mr. Freeze is getting some shine. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's. I believe. Uh, Matt Reeves, Batman's next week. Yeah. Next week we'll be talking about Matt Reeves. Uh, he came wants out to this do week that for the sequel. Yeah, Mister, I'm not yeah. mad at it. I had a homie that was arguing like, "Nah, the sequel should be Court of Owls." I was like, "I don't think Court of Owls is a part two story. I think that's more like how you conclude a trilogy." Yeah, and yeah, he has to be a lot older than that. You could drop some Easter eggs. Yeah, like, oh, there's an owl on a tree as it's panning out. Yeah, for sure. And then we never talk about it again <laughs> until you actually do it. But I yeah. think that's cool. Tune in next week where we go in depth on the Batman. the Batman. Expect that to be like the majority of the episode. So if yeah. you don't watch the movie, 
you might have to just hold off on on listening to the episode for a little bit. Yeah. But we'll also be talking about Bel Air and any other comic related news that happens. So whatever's you in can the fucking timestamps. Yeah. You, you can just skip I mean? to that part. It's up yeah. to you. That's why I do the timestamps. Just don't get spoiled, my nigga. Yeah. That's on you because again, I'm a pacifist. Take that for word. Why the fuck you want to say? Where can they catch you? Besides the gym and a boxing ring or somewhere where they could like reach you and have a decent conversation where their life isn't being threatened. Oh, nowhere. <laughs> you could catch me at the crossroads. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> just, leave me al- shoot this just leave me alone. <laughs> Yo, if I get shot over uh, some comic take or yep. some shit like that, like you, know, you didn't want to have a discourse with me about Batman, so now I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna shoot you. Pew. Oh, and he slapped the gun at his face and gave him a wedgie. Cause like, just leave me alone. When man. I get down from 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 here, I swear to God, you better try to, to haunt me. Cause I ain't afraid of no ghosts. But. Uh, if you oh, wanna, I heard you better try to hump me. All right, where no, can they find you? I was about to say that's like a wild self-defense tactic. I don't know where that's gonna get you. Anyway, you can find me Instagram, Twitter, DuckJordan underscore. Again, you can also go to Etsy.com, search up the Bam Shop, B A M F Shop. Comic inspired hoodies, hats coming soon. I might drop some phone cases. to check it out. I don't know. I make the stuff. I put the stuff. You give me the money, you get the stuff. That's it. Cop some shit, bro. Cop you can shit. find me everywhere at drumfu. That's D-R-U-M underscore F-U on all social media platforms. You can email me at drumfubiz at gmail.com for any music-related inquiries. Please do not try to hump me, nerdy nigga. That is him. And I am Marcel. That's Chris. We'll see you next week. Hey, James. Where can they find you? All right. Cool, man. Love it. <laughs> Catch y'all next week.